Hello, everybody. I'm Mark. I am LA. And this is episode 73 of The Shot Pod. 73, man. <laughs> First All half right. hour, I have to behave. Yep. So we'll start with saying, I'll show it to the camera. This rainbow twist, Palm Bay, and what I said when we got them, which was, yeah. by the way, thank you, Tamara, for picking those up. Number they, they hid them like Easter eggs around the LCBO, apparently. Very tasty. So much like sugar. like white freezy. Oh, it tastes like diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, who needs Bud Light? We got these rainbow twist Palm Bays. Yeah, right? <laughs> but I just got to get this out of the way. So I, 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 the Palm Bay, or not the Palm Bay thing, the, the, the Bud Light thing. So many funny things to talk about. Number one, what a fantastic distraction from the rest of what's happening in the world with like the TD banks collapsing and Ukraine and all these documents being released from the government. So it's, it's a, let's be real. Putting a trans person on a can of a redneck beer that people like like Kid Rock and, and Trump drink was just like, how do we get the rednecks distracted from how all these documents are getting released and the TD Bank is literally going bankrupt. They're $47 billion under. It's done. There are people that are wondering if it's a PSYOP. Like it's cra- oh it's it's just funny yeah. so it's like so obviously so why do you care so if you if you're whether you're boycotting the Bud Light thing which most people are doing wrong because if you look at the list of stuff they yeah. that company owns it's like basically stop drinking beer you're because you're a wino now go go to Tamara's wine shop and buy some wine because you can't drink any more beer because Bud Light or that company owns freaking everything including Bush like give it up Rolling Rock like I saw the list bro like it's over it's a everything's list. owned by seven companies so even at the end of the day, even if, you, if you're if you like, I found one, I bet you through the grapevine that money's all going to the same place. So give it up. So protesting it is, is stupid, but it's fun to watch people try. Because, I mean, I should I'm, I should technically, considering my, you know, who I am and everything, I should be one of those guys going, I don't want that shit on my beard and all that. But, like, to me, I'm just laughing. I'm like, good try. Like, because I'm online going, this is a, I, I'm just saying this is a distraction. And then I post TD Bank going bankrupt and the CIA documents. I post those links yeah, on yeah. these forums specifically for the Bud Light. Yeah. And that's how I'm going to treat it on the show, too. It's a perfect distraction. We're going to spend zero time getting into who the representative is, who's on the can, any of that crap. None of it matters. And we're spending that much time on it because it's just to make it's so that you'll talk about that instead of the things yeah, that we're going to get to on the show that are actually important. Yeah. So let's just get that one out of the way. But man, was it fun to to see all that online? Like it's so it's really fun to see the bones they'll throw at the hungry wolves online now. <laughs> get them, <talking. laughs> get them talking. Make them hate each other. Make them hate each other. This is called situational divide. <laughs> God, people are stupid. I almost swore there, but I caught myself. I'm doing good. Episode oh. seventy trees off to week. It's better than last time. So when I do post that video and it'll be a funny. bunch of blanks. It's gonna be great. Like, what is that? Oh, it's all the editing. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm actually curious. It'd be a good to hear an edited one. Oh, this is what it would sound like if yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this episode will be a better one though for sure for sure for sure, um, but yeah seventy tree we've hit so many amazing topics um, we got a lot to talk about this week lots um, I want to get better at using all of our we got some sound effects that I got to get better at so we got to talk about something sad so I can trigger that one and also is this the eighties the eighties disco show one? 
Welcome back to the Shot Pod. It's 1989. <laughs> I, I just never do that enough times and not feel, not have fun. Well, with uh, I am going to make uh, this one announcement. I, I told you uh, something a while ago about podcast plans that I was going to uh, get uh, my other one going that I'd started. And uh, and I'm going to do it in May. So in May, the Shot Pod will be three times a month and the guy side will be one. Nice. Guy's side. Um, we did a guy's side episode together. I think it was episode four. Yeah, one of them. It was early. It was one of yeah. the first ones. We should do another one. We should do a, um, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and I wanted to run it by you. So why not do it on air? We're just, when we first started, and we didn't have, well, I think when we first started, we were feeling out the news, talk, talking about news, and and, bombard, and all, let's be honest. I mean, we started this thing a couple, well, a year and a half ago. Yeah. So it was, uh, I guess, less news. There was like, a week could go by, and it would be like, well, there's not a heck of a lot to talk about, so why don't we talk about, you know, a movie or focus on something. We had a whole Star Wars in the Office episode because Star Wars was my favorite thing, and Office yep. is yours, so we, we split the episode in half and just dived into why there's such great lores, and we did another episode on relationships. We had the whole episode talking about girls and um, the struggle to deal with them. <laughs> you know, it was a very, <laughs> that was our guy's side kind of thing where it was just like, this is, you know, it is hard to deal with men. You know, we, yeah. are, you know, we are human garbage incarnate, and it takes every single uh, a, a piece of strength as, as a dude to tell that little voice in your head that's like, treat everybody like garbage and bang everything that walks and just be a just, just, you know, just rape and pillage. You know what I mean? And to turn it off and be a quality dude. So we get that. But my God, if you think it's any better on our end, it's, it's might be worse. We don't know. But either way, yeah. it was, a, it's just fun to talk about that and to, um, you know, guys, it's nice you know talk about guys don't really get into the emotional talk stuff. You know what I mean? Because we're supposed yeah. to say, oh, look at me, I'm tough. I don't have feelings. So, so I love that. And that's what the guy side yeah, is. So, so the guys, check it out. The guy side has uh, a lot more research that goes into it. All the, all the uh, topics that I discuss, I will be uh, discussing with Jared. Jared will be the co-host of uh, a monthly thing. And yes, we will have uh, the co-host of uh, the shot pot on there. Uh, appearing every once in a in a while, but it was always uh, directed by uh, research and, and data, and and we would discuss. I would uh, state my opinion on it, and so I would go into personal experiences, yeah. things that I've been through. I'm 40 years old. I've been through a lot. Yeah, like a lot. Well, and that's one of the things that we've tried. We try to do on the show, like when we're getting into some of the stuff is related to personal stuff. Yeah, I think we've. I think uh, if you want to know more about who Mark and his 40-year-old ass self is, is I would definitely listen to the first like 10 episodes of Shot Pod. There's a lot of like the Mark story. They're there. they're they're half hour long episodes and uh but like there's so many different things. Like there's there's obviously uh battle for uh, battling for your child access to your yeah, child. Yeah, that as, was a big thing. As well as uh alpha male syndrome. We talk I, I yeah. talk about that and and go in with some research about that. Even uh anger issues. Uh, based around testosterone yeah. and, and sometimes like people. What are you talking about, Mark? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I fuck. <laughs> men are fine. Yeah. Damn it. And uh, but uh, even <laughs> knowing uh, somebody specifically who will get so angry that he all he sees is black and then he doesn't recall. Yeah. That That's happened. scary stuff. Yeah. Those are not the guys you want to fight with. You yeah. know. <laughs> well, we said that. It's like I don't care how big and tough you are, man. You get one of those. I've seen very small dudes. That just go into like they just see red and it's just like uh, you better run, man. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's a uh, little kids with <laughs> the pumped up kicks you better, better run, run, better run, run, faster than a bullet. Anyways, <laughs> I like how I got that low harmony at the end there. That's good. Yeah. Then we gotta start cutting tracks. <laughs> Speaking of cutting tracks, me and Mark are <laughs> deep. I don't think that's inappropriate. That that is inappropriate. How can it be? <laughs> 
So like dodgeballs. The phrase itself. Yeah, dodgeballs deep. There you go. <laughs> in um in, in the mesh bag. Into getting into like, you know, just uh, I told you know, Mark is in the process right now of picking uh, a list of older songs of his um that he wants to do re-recordings of and re redo, like kind of add parts to and maybe restructure and things, and write probably three or four new brand spanking yeah. new things with riffs that he's got put away and, and small demo projects. Accompanied by Alex. And he definitely wants me to get in on it. So he's been getting me involved with just listening and kind of trying to write some stuff. But in that process, he's helping me get my solo stuff, which is very proggy yeah. and, and very unorthodox and not the things a lot of people want to hear. Mm -hmm. It's very busy. But it's kind of like, you know, liquid tension experiment, like with John Petrucci's solo stuff. You know, and I do want my, my goal with, with this project is to get vocals on that and to stop focusing on the lead stuff and, and to get a singing going. Maybe myself, maybe you. We're going to see how I want to get the instrumental stuff down. And then we'll, that's, then it'll be like, what does this call for, you know? I think a lot of my sh stuff would sound great with, like, an Iron Maiden-type singer, and I don't really know anybody that could do that. But maybe once it's cut and the tracks are dry, we can go, nah, this would be a, a Soundgarden vocal would sound good, or maybe Mark could. That's the thing about Mark. I've, he can rap. Um, he can he can yell punk rock. He can Nirvana, as I call it, which is just, like, the raspy Creed mm -hmm. kind of thing, but without that cliche feel, like, with the kind of an actual emotion to it. Um, but he can also sing like a little bitch. You know, he can <laughs> sing like a, you know, please don't run away. All that. Please don't, yeah. please don't run away is the song that's on our, our YouTube page, by the yep. way. Um, but yeah, it's one of my favorite slower ones. So I feel like, and I have a lot of diversity. I have acoustic sections, and then it'll go into a speed metal part. So I really think I might be um, using up your voice on my stuff. So we're knee deep in involving each other in our own stuff, but keeping it separate because it is our babies. Yeah. And I think that in doing this, there'll be collab at the end of it. I think oh, at the yeah. end of it well, we'll be sitting down and writing stuff together and it's just exciting to talk about how it's going to happen. Ever since the Falling in Reverse concert I was just like, man, I want to put together a set list and I want to play a show. And I always get that every so often I get an itch and every person that has ever come into my life that plays an instrument, I end up playing a show with them. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be honest. And I haven't yet with Alex. <laughs> I, just, I just wish and think we should clone. If we could clone one of each of us, number one, our girlfriends would be in their glory. <laughs> um, but but we ourselves would have, like, I don't, I, we can play anything. We can both play bass, guitar, drums. And how are you with piano? Uh, the basics. I, I can, uh, me I too. Can, I can figure I it out. I basically slow it down and I make it kind of like... <laughs> Like I'll I'll do like um I'll just hold do the left hand part you know, da 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 like I'll do the left hand yeah. and right hand separate on but I but I mean if you know how to use a sassanudo pedal I think that's how you say that so this I call it a sus pedal which people the, the sustain pedal yeah but it's got a weird Italian name that's oh. its real name we call it sustain but it's not actually called that yeah yeah <laughs> right this pedal <laughs> this pedal right here uh, uh, we'll get to our Italian talk soon it's a me it's the sus pedal. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to get there. Um, but, like, uh, uh, we can all play that, and we can both sing. I would say Mark is a far better singer than me, but, I mean, if you got us both together, it would be, I, I could probably, any backup he had, I could probably fill in with, and I think anything I could write, he could definitely fill in with. So, if we could just clone ourselves, we'd have a hell of a four-piece, man. We'd have one hell of a four-piece. So, what are we going to do about this? Like, that's what I was saying for the show we just programmed. We just run clicks. And either one of us plays drums. I think it would be kind of silly to have one of us play drums. I know we could both play the drums, but I say we just scrap them. They're always too loud anyway. We run, we run programmed drums and clicks, and then we play live instruments and sing together. I don't know. I think it would be killer. Get a piano on stage, and we'll jam a little bit with that, use it to actuate stuff, and then one of us can hit bass, one of us play guitar. 
I just think it'll be so much fun. I think it'll be killer stuff. Play a couple of yours, play a couple of mine, do some collab stuff. You gotta watch out. The Shot Pod show is gonna blow your mind, and it's coming. But anyways, we're just excited about that stuff. So I like talking about it. Um, if you and, and we've actually talked a while ago about uh, Shot Pod kind of not so much headlining, but like hosting a show. Yeah, like on the side, we're podcasting, and then you know we bring up the band, and the band plays, and then yeah, Simcoe Jazz and Blues would be a place I think I might be able to pull it off. I mean, I should play it, pull it off in Whitby too. Pearson's open to that kind of stuff. I don't know. We have to talk. talk but I mean, I, while the bands are setting up and tearing down, you know, the we're up there doing our thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing our thing. Cool. Either either like a live broadcast uh, podcast where we were like there with mics, uh, either maybe side stage or in a booth or something, and immediately as soon as they're done, or even just have us both go up with mics and just banter in between while the yeah. bands are doing their. We thing. We definitely need to get like Jason Bateman though, like from uh, from Dodgeball, like him <laughs> as a commentator. It <laughs> was hilarious. That would have been. Yeah. Isn't that right, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back and watch those old Vaughn movies, Vince Vaughn movies, man. Um, but that's really cool stuff. Um, but we, man, should we get into like the? You saw it. Do you want to start with Super Mario because you saw it? Okay, sure. Should we, should we hit it up? Sure. So Super Mario started or dropped April, I don't remember, 7th or 4th or something? 5th. It was on the 5th. And uh, you, so you saw it and you thought you said it was oh. It's just amazing. Watch that language, but yes. It was awesome. <laughs> There's enough to believe out already. Now, you'll never, <laughs> ever convince me that it's going to be better than Sonic. And I haven't seen it yet, but I, and I, I think what Sonic's done with their universe building and making this transition, they're one of the only franchises to jump from video games into being successful. I mean, Assassin's Creed tried it. Mario already tried it in the 90s and failed colossally. <laughs> I'll remind everyone of that. Um, I think Donkey Kong was going to be a movie at one point, and then that fell apart. Like they, they've tried a lot of stuff. Uh, Resident Evil went to the screen, and they completely changed everything. It kind of went off on its own. So it was nice to see Sonic. They, they Paramount really gave the gamers what they wanted. You know, they, the intro scene and the cut scenes and the endings, like references to game material and following a game story pretty close. You know, I loved what they did. They really paid the Sonic fans. Um, uh, tribute and did them justice and then they also did a fantastic job of roping in a new generation of young kids that are probably all out there right now going Mario was better until <laughs> until Sonic 3 comes out and then they'll all be going Sonic was better because don't forget children are malleable pieces of silly putty in your hands okay <laughs> so don't feed me this BS anyways all I'm saying is, is that um, uh, tell me about how great the, so the Mario movie okay, is okay so first off Mario opening day made 66.4 million 34.7 of that was international now Sonic opened internationally first then domestically after so domestically mario made 31.7 on its first day because uh it's opening weekend it opened everywhere internationally it actually broke some world records best opening day for an animated film in spain and uk uh universal's best opening day of all time in mexico and germany uh the biggest Any countries that people care about hang on a second the <laughs> biggest opening day for illumination in taiwan and australia and it became the highest grossing animated film in china since the covid pandemic began in 2020 and for the weekend it made over 204 million dollars domestically 377.2 million globally wow man on opening weekend like it's gonna hit a billion dollars pretty fast probably and i don't think sonic hit a billion on any of them <laughs> no sonic's opening weekend internationally was 43 million and 57 million domestically sonic 2 was 71 domestically internationally it was 21.6 million so mario beat out both films domest domestically and keep in mind too sonic came out during covid domestic numbers covid is over so all the movies this year are going out are going to beat movies from 2020 2021 and 2022 so don't forget that 
So, uh, but what else does this tell us? Aside from setting uh, the record for biggest animation film film ever, beating out Frozen 2, Disney has been releasing flop after flip-flop after flop, pushing their agenda in films and their excuse. No one wants to go out to the movies anyways. They'd rather wait until movies hit streaming services than watch it. Mm -hmm. While Puss in Boots, the sequel, proved that wrong. and And now Super Mario Brothers. Yep. And uh, so- I love that. I love that Mario's that they're like, no, if you just give them what they want, I like that. Nint- yeah. That's one thing Nintendo's. Well, who made this? It's not really Nintendo. It was it was Nintendo in association. Well, it was uh, Illumination in association with Nintendo. What's the big studio? Illumination. The, the uh, people that made Despicable Me and Minions. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know uh, much about that. Yeah. Who owns them? I know. Uh, say they're on their own. They got it. It's it's got to be Fox or it's got to be. Comcast. I, that, that I'm not sure. Who? Somebody. Okay, I'd love to know. All their all their intros in the beginning show minions. So I mean, I, I, it could be. I'll, I'll look. Into, <laughs> yeah. I'll look into it. But either way, it's like it's something outside of Disney, right? Because Disney says this. Oh, it's, this is what it is, and everyone's like, that must be what it is because they have the MCU, they have Star Wars, they have National Geographic, they have so many of the things that you know and love. Yeah. So this is one of the very few things that we know and love that they don't have. Now the other thing too is that the only thing outside of Disney owned proprieties are DC. DC is kind of the only other thing, which is Warner Brothers. And they're also colossally failing and going, ah, oh, people don't want to see this and people don't want that. And, and we're like, yeah, we do. You just suck. <laughs> so it's this is nice validation that yeah. they're giving people what they want, like they did with Sonic. I'm yep. sorry. If you took Sonic and put it, I took it out of the pandemic, man, I would have, I'm kind of pissed. I can't wait for Sonic 3 because it might get the redemption and see numbers like this. Yeah. That I think it should have got if people weren't like, stay home, stay safe. No one's saying that now. So, of course, I almost, you know, give Mario credit for waiting. You know, probably smart. But, I mean, they would have had to can the whole project, I think, with Sonic at that point. But it's nice to see. Also, like you said, this is also uh, showing that people do want to leave the house again. Yeah. You know, I I feel like people are scared to go out again. And this is saying, no, we're not. So, I love that. So, uh, to those that have an issue with it just because Chris Pratt is a controversial actor, and by that I mean because... A poor actor, I Because think of his meant, religion. No. So, so I, uh, in my notes here, I have... Now, Alex will say he's not a good actor and then claim John Favreau is a good actor, showing he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Uh, <laughs> however, the controversy... John Favreau's just a funny sidekick actor. <laughs> yeah. The controversy with Pratt is mainly his religion, because he's... Uh, be- what's going on with when that? When it comes to the religion and him saying, like, a man and woman should uh, be have, like, a union for a family and all that, it doesn't match the, the narrative. So that's made him a controversial figure, Okay, which, which is stupid. I but, haven't even heard about this. So. Uh, it, it's, it's been in the news, and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, actually made a statement to the press saying, like, no, no, Chris Pratt's a lovely human being. Like, yeah. he's, he's a Calm good Calm down. Guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Calm down, guys. Yeah. They're so quick to start burning witches. And she's a witch! Burn yeah. him! Oh, wait a minute. He was just a dude. Yeah. So because people don't like him, they're trying to cut up the Mario movie, and they're failing. Not a single video game movie has ever made me want to play a game. Uh, it was based on more than Super Mario Brothers. And Jared said the same thing, too. Like, he saw it, and after it was done, he's like, well, now I want to play a game. And like, <laughs> did, like I was like, man, oh, dude, I want to play Mario When Kart. Sonic 2 finished <laughs> and they had all those things at the end for the credits where they were running through levels that they pulled out of the games to do scenes from, I, that's why. Why do you think Origins sold so well? <laughs> like, it was genius. So yeah. I, I bet you Mario will put out some greatest hits package and it'll sell trillions yeah. soon. 
And uh, and because of the the different niches they have, Alex and I spoke about this on another episode, like from RPG to Mario Party, Mario 64, every different niche they touched on is a potential sequel. But after watching that movie, my oldest said to me he wanted to see Mario go missing uh, in a sequel and have Luigi go looking for him in a ghostly mansion, basically making Luigi's Mansion a sequel. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And there's three Luigi's Mansion games or Mario's yeah. Missing games. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it would be amazing. Charlie Day as Lu- Luigi was just amazing. He was killing it? <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt as Mario, again, amazing. I couldn't picture another actor doing the actual voice. Now, when you see it, you remember that uh, the plumber commercial? Yeah. So uh, so that was a, a trailer. But in the movie, when they play the commercial, there's more to it. And he puts on, like, this fake Italian accent. And, like, he's like, it's a me, a Mario. And he, he's like, it sounds dead on. I'm like, oh, my God, this this is amazing. <laughs> and then afterwards, he takes off the voice and he's asking his family, like, hey, what did you think about my commercial? And his entire family's like, don't quit your day job. And <laughs> yeah. it just crushes him. Wow. And <laughs> and, uh, and it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Luigi backs him up, but then Mario goes off on his own. It's just like, man, like, you know, I because his family uh, tells Mario that Mario, you, you're bringing your brother down with you. And then after <laughs> afterwards, Luigi's like, you're not bringing me down. I'm I'm with you in this. We're we're together. We we are the Super Mario Brothers plumbers. And uh, and so like the the story is just is just so good. So there are so many. So the one thing. Jared was saying that he felt about it was that it was rushed, which it felt kind of rushed. Well, it was two hours? Uh, it's less than. It's like ah, see, that's yeah. the thing. It's not look like, even just in the preview. Like, it was a crazy amount of story yeah. to cram into that. I mean, you can't keep a kid's attention for more than you know. Yeah. So I mean, minutes. there are so many worlds that Mario could warp to, but instead it just showed the dark zone, which is the creepy forest, the Mushroom Kingdom, and then the real world. Uh, still CGI, but. Uh, just in not a world in the video games. So I get they didn't play all their cards at once, which is great, leaving it open for sequels. They need to do sequels. Yeah. I mean, if Sonic's getting three movies, Mario should get three movies. Like I I'm not I'm never gonna say that I think that Mario is better. And but I definitely would love to see a trill a proper trilogy of yeah. this. And I mean I and that'd be sick if the second one took it in like a different Seems like the directions could be endless. Yeah, and yeah, good money and that kind of money, it'll happen. Yeah, I, I was saying to Jared, I'm like, you know, they could make like a like a saw version of of Mario if they just made Mario Party. Like he's forced to participate in a game where he beats all his friends. That's yeah, <laughs> uh, whole movie. I don't know, but yeah, they, they could definitely. I mean, that's a funny. They could do a TV series. They could easily yeah. make a, a successful ten episode TV series where they do explore that kind of stuff, and yeah. then that could lead into a movie like they do with Batman. They could do a Penguin show to kind of build up the next one which apparently we'll have to talk about clayface is the bad guy yeah yeah we got to keep our talk about that script <laughs> that script that we had we got to keep our mouth <laughs> we got to write that with yeah. the doors closed. wait somebody was listening <laughs> uh i is watched this thing on <laughs> <laughs> i watched a youtuber complain about the cat suit that mario has saying uh is this some type of furry fetish and and then going the raccoon suit no 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 it was specifically the cat suit the cat suit is in super mario 3d world Oh, okay. And uh, and they, so asking, is it a furry fetish? And then saying, well, I guess like Asians do have a thing for cats. And it, it was like, what the fuck? Like this person's just trying to find a way to cut it up. And it's like, no, it's in, it's in many games. So critics are hating it probably because of Pratt, as mentioned before. Uh, go see the movie yourself. On Rotten Tomatoes, critics have it rated at 56%. Wow. But, but audience oh. audience ratings have it at 96%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so... This is pretty funny, man. So Anya Taylor-Joy, 
She identifies as a white Latina woman. Her father is Argentine and Scottish origins, and her mother is English and Spanish. Well, John Leguizamo uh, came out to uh, to comment on this movie, and so like I think he's just he was to, in the first Mario movie. Yeah, I think, failed. Yeah, I think he's just trying to stay relevant because like. He's not really relevant uh, anymore. I guess. So, I don't know. He's so, made a lot of money back in the day. Yeah. Does he need to be relevant? He's like Brad Pitt of the 90s. Him and Brad made a lot of money. I know. But but the fact that he's still trying stuff. Like, if you look up his career now for anything that he's in. He's, he's just in John Wick. He's like a, a secondary character in John Wick. That's like all he's really doing. Yeah. yeah every, and he had a everything else is... is, I'd probably say, a B-quality movie. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, he's come out to say that he he's boycotting the movie because there's no latino actors in this movie and so it's like well you know anya taylor joy i identifies as a white latina because her mother's spanish and her dad is argentine two fifty percent two fifty percent spanish parents make you fifty percent spanish i'm not sure if y'all pass math like it's this fractions aren't that hard to add when the denominator is the same yeah critics are hating on uh, nostalgia and uh, and yes, there are nostalgic moments in there. There's a moment. How do you think Sonic made a penny? <laughs> like really? Yeah. I, how? I'm sorry, but I just choked on the palm. I choked on my rainbow. <laughs> I'm so peed off. Wow, <laughs> that's insane. Like God. Like I, if anyone wants to shit on the Mario movie, it's me. Okay. Yeah. But even I'm like, dude, give it like. I love that pe- it's like, oh, nobody wants to go see a movie anymore. Nobody wants to do this. And uh, Chris Pratt's a right-wing psychopath and Peter Crappy. Christianity's dead. You can't say that men and women should do get married. What's wrong with it? Uh, what, what? It made $70 trillion? Oops. You know, like, <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. I, yeah. I, I kind of feel like this, you know, I, I, I just kind of feel like um, movies that aren't Warner or, or Disney, I, they're, they're important. They are freaking important they're more important now than they ever have been yeah. and i will count the new sonic movie that because it's paramount which isn't really owned by uh, paramount's its own thing yeah you know what i mean it's still multi-conglomerate but i mean they're they're not i haven't seen any if they make sonic black i'll be oh my god shadows black they did it <laughs> they actually did it if i think about it logically <laughs> yeah. no but you know what i mean like if they start doing ridiculous stuff like warner and them are doing just to make people happy yeah. also if all the cast members of of Sonic and Mario start becoming rapists and or having oh, okay. like like what's his name the guy that's like what Ezra like all the like all the cast members of yeah, Batman yeah. that we fell in love with just turn into bad people like I just I hope they don't none of that happens to to the our franchises that that are proving everyone wrong that you can do it right you can hire yeah. quality actors get quality people to write a script that isn't pushing an agenda that that banks on nostalgia and writes good stories that you and your kids will like yeah so you uh in uh. I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before when we were talking about Mario. Uh, you mentioned that uh, that Mario, the original name for him was Jumpman. Yes, in, from the Donkey Kong in, game. Yeah, in the Donkey Kong. They, did they talk about it? So, because uh, I know there's when, a scene in an when, arena where him and Donkey Kong have to square off. When like they he's did. in the real in world and Bowser beats the piss out of Mario, uh, he gets thrown into a, a, a restaurant and and he's just kind of sitting down behind a bench thinking like. I can't do this. And he's like, I kind of give up. Right beside him is an arcade, and you see the edge of it, and it says Jumpman. Oh! <laughs> so there are I wish yeah. you, I got to go see this because I want to go. I do know a lot about yeah. Mario. Like, I'll be honest. You know when I geek out about um, Sonic and the algorithm and Yuji Naka, and I, I think I've talked. I won't get into it tonight yeah. because we're, we're going to talk about some other things. But I know a lot about how they built the games. 
when they made Sonic 2 and Sonic City, it was Sega splitting off into America and Japan. There's a very complicated story to the politics of how the rise and fall of Sega, how they marketed, the guerrilla marketing, you know, how they got away with some of the stuff they did, how they said it was a blast processor. Did, did it do anything different than SNES? Or did they just have a fancy word? Like, there's a lot to it. And then there's the people that programmed and jump ship and program stuff. Mario has just as lush of a history with how they started as a trading card company and then there was the you know they were they were there Sega wasn't there at the fall of the hardware of the late 80s when Atari had that um ET giant failure when all th all hell broke loose and and the Amer and the video game market crashed Sega avoided that they had the master system in Japan but they weren't international at that point it was because of that that they found those markets in Europe and Canada and North America that they could kind of jump on that so Nintendo's story of how they they started with with uh, he was he originally had no name and, it, and you know what I mean at all he was just a character that they had and they kind of called him that when they ported when they were going to send it over here so I just the story of how they brought all that together did you know that Kirby is named after the lawyer that won the lawsuit because of that that no. machine okay quick 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 story I won't talk too long so that machine they they were trying to figure out what to name Donkey Kong because they didn't want to call him Gorilla Man because that was his name. Jumpman and Gorilla Man. It was stupid. They were like, I can't do this. <laughs> so they they just went in a thesaurus and they saw Gorilla, uh, another word that meant that was donkey, and then something Kong was another, you know, something else. So anyways, they got sued by um, Universal Pictures, I believe, or somebody, who for the guys who were making King Kong. And the, 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 they had a lawyer whose name was something something Kirby. His last name was Kirby, and he was just like a small time, not really a big time dude, and he worked for the Nintendo offices in America. So in order to release Donkey Kong here, it would never have been a success. And none of the, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if he'd lost this case because they got sued by this company, and he quoted them against themselves, and he won a case. And it was a very big deal that this multi-million dollar movie company lost a big lawsuit to this little video game company who just made crappy arcade machines in Japan only. <laughs> And that was what would become Donkey Kong. They won the rights to the name Donkey Kong, and then they used that money because they won $120 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, the, the nope. Nintendo was like, <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was $30 million at the time, the equivalent of $120 now. Yeah. And they used that to buy a nice office and buy a bunch of these Donkey Kong machines and send them to North America. And so Jumpman and Donkey Kong could become what it was. Yeah. And then th that branched off into the Mario Brothers uh, that you know the one where the ducks all come out of the pipe, just that single screen game, arcade game. Yeah. That was the next thing. That's when he actually got his name Mario and changed the name from Jumpman to Mario. And that right. was, I believe 1983. I believe that happened. Okay. And then the original Mario came out in '85. Okay. So there's a, yeah, there's and that's just the first like year. I'm just got that quick little story. There's hundreds of stories like that that worked their way, and they named Kirby the game Kirby after that lawyer. Cool. That's why it's his name. So here's the. So I bet you watching the movie though, knowing all these little details, yeah. I'll be like, ah, ah, ah! Like I'm gonna, I probably <laughs> point a thousand times that I, I, I gotta check so, it out. So now. here's the overall story, uh, and it's not really a spoiler. So Mario and Luigi are brothers that stick together. They run their own plumbing business that they just get started, and they can't get a break. Their competition puts them down. Their family, including mom, dad, and either uncle or other brother, I don't know uh, who all of them were, but they also put them down. And then when trying to save Brooklyn from a flood, they get sucked into a tube that takes them into this universe. The two get separated. Mario ends up in Mushroom Kingdom and Luigi ends up in the Darklands. Bowser is in love with Princess and has gotten the Star of Invincibility. Thinking he can rule the world with her by his side with the star, he sets out to get her. He catches word that another human has been working together with her and gets insanely jealous. Then he hears someone else dressed like that human has been captured. Jack Black is Bowser, right? Yep. 
Does he do a good job? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm interested now, to hear what voice he created for Now, him. that's the overall story. So there's so much more to the movie that you need to see. There are post-credit scenes that I didn't get to see as my youngest had to go to the bathroom. So it was either miss the post-credit scenes or miss the end of the movie. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't catch the post-credit scenes, but I, 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 did, uh, I did look them up afterwards. So I didn't, uh, Bowser was in one scene singing, which, I mean... It's Jack. He's voiced by Jack Black. It's kind of funny. He sings a couple. I know. I'm just picturing your kid with piss running down his legs, screaming and crying while you were watching Bowser <laughs> sing. Like this was I worth it? <laughs> Thank God you didn't do that. Yeah. And the other post-credit scene involves a beloved Mario dinosaur that often gets sacrificed to make high jumps. Oh, does he sacrifice Yoshi to do something? In the, no, no. In the so, scene? so that the scene in the trailer with uh, Yoshi Island with all those Yoshis. Yeah. That's all you see of Yoshis in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so there, so this post-credit scene, you see an egg crack, and then you hear Yoshi as the screen goes black. So it's a teaser for the sequel. Sweet, and I mean, they got a kind of like just like when they brought Tails in. You bring Yoshi in. There's this whole new dynamic where they're gonna run. Yoshi will have a voice probably. It'd be nice if they gave him a voice. They'll just make him a quiet, and then him and Mario can banter, and they would be adorable. That'd be kind of cool, actually. And then you're gonna see Mario punch him in the back of the head to like eat this berry. <laughs> I hope that's not their dynamic. That's pretty pretty effed up, Mark. Oh, I mean, when you never mind, it's <laughs> fucked up. It's fucked up, Mark. It's plain fucked up. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So we're so, done recording the first half hour of the episode, yeah. so I can swear and say cut all I want. Now. Yeah. So when you when uh, when you play Super Mario Brothers uh, or sorry Super Mario World and you see uh, Mario and you hit the button to try to eat the berry, it looks like Mario punches Yoshi in the back of the head. So something else happened recently, and there was a Star Wars thing that happened. Sorry, you said Super Mario World, and I'm out of here. I'm, yeah. I'm on Yoshi's Island. I'm in the, the Haunted Forest. And Star Wars didn't bring you back. I'm on the ghost ship. No, that fucking game. That fucking game. Like, you know what? That was the Sonic 1 competition. Like, that's what Nintendo was like. Oh, you saw, I got a fast blue guy. Well, we got 18 worlds, and they move. It was cool. It was. I mean, we have the Star Road. Sonic didn't have a Star Road, I'll tell you. That was <laughs> fucking cool, okay? Yeah. They didn't bring shit like that in until later games, you know? But, like, I do love that Sonic was the stiffest competition he was. I love. He's the underdog. I'm always I'm always the underdog guy. I'm always going to love that. But, like, I'm, I can't take away Mario. Like, I do love Mario. Like, I can't. As a game guy that grew up in that time period, I had a, like, when I had money, like, gun to my head as a poor kid, it's like, what do you get? I'm getting a Genesis. I'm getting Sonic. But when, as the minute, the fucking millisecond, I was like six years old and there was some money in my family, like, you know, we actually weren't broke as fuck. I had both. I had a SNES because I needed Mega Man X. I had Mega yeah. Man X at my dad's, so I had to get fucking SNES at home. NHL 96, bro. NBA fucking jam, 93, 95. I needed that. That was SNES shit. Spider-Man. But I had to have my Jenny for Earthworm Jim. I had to have my Jenny for fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. I had to have my Jenny for Mortal Kombat 2 with the blood, the real blood. Yeah. You know, like I had to have it for certain things. So and that's I, I, I'm not ever going to say one. I can't pick one. I can't really at the end of the day. I'm, I'm biased towards Sonic because I love him. And the franchise stuck with me. But I, to pick a system, they were both amazing. And they both changed my life. And I just, I, I, I am so, I feel bad that children that were born outside of our era Will never, they never get to see the rise and fall of something on empires like we did with Nintendo, yeah. Sony, 
um, eventually Microsoft and 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 Sega at the time. You know, it was just it was just a, such a clash of the titans. It was like watching gods go to war, marketing and and who can make the better games and or say they were better even though they weren't. You know, like it was just beautiful. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's they're still fucking doing it. It's still sitting around bullshitting and lying about each other and buying out companies to try and do better to each other. The the first the first game that I played that actually paid attention to. Uh, the clock of the system for the date to theme was uh, ready to rumble boxing on Sega Dreamcast. Oh, wow. Uh, so, like, you had a Dreamcast, eh? Yeah. I had Even a, I didn't have a Dreamcast. I had a Dreamcast and ready to rumble around Christmas. You know, it would pay attention to the date. You played so, Sonic Adventure? Uh, no, I didn't play Sonic Adventure. You had a Dreamcast and didn't play the only game anybody ever bought for it? <laughs> no. Ready to Rumble was the main not, game. <laughs> the amount of times you and I look at each other like, he's not from Earth? It's too many times. It's just, he's not from around here. I don't know, man. This guy sometimes. He had a Dreamcast that didn't play Sonic. No. You're, I, bet you, I, I bet you couldn't find another person on the planet that did that. I honestly don't <laughs> think another one of you in that specific specificity exists. I don't. Well, I mean, even... It was the only reason anyone got one! I was going to say, even my buddies that had Sega, they, they played through Sonic 2, but, I mean... That he didn't really get Sonic Three, and it, he just moved on to different games. He got Jurassic but they don't Park, buy a Dreamcast. X-Men. They end up getting either the most of those kids went PlayStation. Like yeah. well, I, I was one of them. I was a Sonic guy, but even I had a PS One. I did not have a Dreamcast. No, for me, for for Dreamcast, because bu- it became a budget issue at that point because yeah. they were about five hundred bucks the, a piece. The main that. thing I wanted a Dreamcast for was the horror game Evil Dead. I was like Evil oh. Dead on Dreamcast. <laughs> And it's a horror game. It's not a horror comedy. <laughs> Sign me up. Okay, I got you with that. Um, yeah, but so uh, just Mario World. Yeah. Was okay. So first of all, I'd played Mario three, and Mario three had the maps, and then it was it got it was I mean deep. It yeah. was deep. There was. Um, that was when you could skip worlds, and I mean you could always skip worlds with the flutes and stuff. But that you know specifically why they did that. They didn't do that for secrets. They did that because you couldn't save. So they yeah. made the flute so that experienced players could skip ahead and not do the intro levels. That was its purpose. Which, if you look at it in retrospect, you wouldn't think that. You'd think it was secrets, but that wasn't the case. It's funny how what became secrets was actually just a lack of... It was just a, a way around uh, data issue. Yeah. They didn't have ROM capabilities, only RAM capabilities at the time. Do you know the difference between random access memory and read-only memory? Buy a fucking book. Okay. <laughs> I'm not here. I'm not here to fucking teach you. But either way, I, I'm just having. I'm bitchy because my girl the other day she didn't know what a bit or a byte was, and she didn't. And I asked. I, I she asked me how big a floppy disk was, and I told her it was three megabytes. And she said, "What's three megabytes?" And I said, "Well, the save file that you uploaded to the cloud today for your game, so you could come to my house and play it, was twenty eight megabytes. So it would it would take about six floppy disks or so for the for your save file." Just to save, yeah. and she and I, and then she just gave me this look like I don't understand, and I was like, okay, so Doom came on four floppy disks. I'm trying to explain to her. Yeah. I, this, I, this is why I, I, I go. It was you put one floppy disk in, and she's like, so why did it take four? I don't, I don't understand. I was like, well, you put one in, and it saved that three megabyte to your hard drive. Then you put another one, in, it saved that three megabyte. So the total of the game was about sixteen meg. Sonic Three, which is a massive game, is two point six meg. It's the biggest game I could think of. Like it's massive. Like graphics, it's even bigger than Mario World. 
Like, it's one of the biggest cartridge games ever made. Pokemon, the Pokemon Gold and Silver, had a second cartridge, uh, second chip inside of it with the, with that when you go back to the old world because they couldn't fit it. Like, those are the two big games that, that really pushed the limits. And I could not get her head to wrap around how that amount, that size is about the size of a Word document. If you just typed in text yeah. and saved maybe like a 13 or 14 page essay for school, was the equivalent of a full fucking Genesis video game. She couldn't get it. She's like, how? So then I had to explain how the first column of binary is eight, and the second, well, zero, the second column is eight, the third column is 16, and I had to explain binary, and I just got, it got old fast. So go buy a book! <laughs> Anyways, this is what I'm saying. So, yeah, but it was just, it's funny to think about, like, how, like, Mario World fit on a two and a half megabyte cartridge, but just the level of, and the depth of secrets and all that stuff... But, like, I think the thing that children these days and kids these days just they're never going to get what we got in the way that each one of those zeros and ones, when you got two fucking megabytes to play with, you make it count. You create a masterpiece. You create a masterpiece. When you have a fucking disc and, a, and, and, a, and an Xbox Series S with trillions and trillions of space and gigabytes and the internet and updates and DLC and your limits, there are none. The sky is the limit. Fucking get past the sky. You're taking aliens hostage. You've got their worlds now. That's where we are today. And the fucking, and you get what you pay for. You pay all this fucking money on all that shit. And you've got all this freedom. And I'm telling you, the quality of games, in my opinion, has never been lower. Never been lower than it is right now. There's lots of them. And I don't care. Oh, your cutscenes and half the games get turned into. I'm, I'm, I'm not about it. You're never going to convince. Like, these survival games are ridiculous. These Sims games that people spend their whole lives building a life that they can't accomplish in real life. It's fucking ridiculous. Everything about it is stupid <laughs> and ridiculous to me. And, it, and none of it, none of it involves, the, is, not, is as artistic and as beautiful as it was back then when you were, had two megabytes and you had to do your fucking very best with it. And they had all the same stuff. Sims came out in 92. SimCity came out in 1992. They were already using two megabytes to make you live your Sim life, but you only had two meg to get it done. And that's beauty. That's the art. Is I, is the struggle. And that's why that's why I love video games. That's where my love of the of the gaming industry comes in. Yeah. It's when not, about 2002 is when I lose the love. When it once we made the realm into 3D and you saw everybody go 3D. Mario 64. That came out. Around the time Mario Sunshine came out, around the time Siphon Filter came out, around the time Halo became big, around the time Metal Gear Solid 3 came out, that's when I just gave it up because that's when the, the processors became limitless, basically. They began running uh, computers and, and PlayStations all kind of started running at the same speeds. Did you ever see the documentary uh, Indie Game the Movie? No, I'd love to see this. So Indie Game... Send this to me. So Indie Game the Movie, uh, do the documentary, came out in 2012. And uh, it's about indie developers, and when you don't have a big studio behind you, but you're still trying to to finish a game, mm. your your life goes into it. Uh, your your relationships with both yeah, both with family, no, all divorced. Every programmer for Mario or Sonic or Crash Bandicoot or any of the big ones or Metroid or Link, they're all divorced. Yeah, all of them. And and it gets worse like, than police officers, I bet. And uh, so there there was this indie game called Fez. And, uh, and this movie followed this game, and it showed the developers' struggle. It showed... Uh, it the showed, love of video games is so deep with these guys. It, it showed his, uh, his life fall apart from making this game to the point where he was like, he was, he was at the brink of suicide. Like, he's like, I don't know if this game isn't successful, I'm done. Why do you think only the Japanese got into this in the first place? Like, I'm not kidding. They're like the only culture. I'm not kidding. This is not racism. 
It's a mild, it's a racist compliment, really. At the end of the day, the Japanese are the only fucking culture disciplined enough to actually get this done. And that's why Nintendo and Sega started in Japan, and Sony started in Japan, and the only reason they've blown into the multi, these international um, successes, and they've influenced white people and people from other um, cultures to program them and dedicate their lives and, and nerd out. Japanese are the original video game nerds. They, in the fucking 70s, they were hundreds of them in a room sweating and denying their girlfriends sex so that they could type out fucking Atari code. Yeah. And they, well, not Atari specifically, that was in America, but yeah. so they could start typing out, you know, Pong and the original things and asteroids and stuff that we started with and, and Donkey Kong and Jumpman and, and, and the Mario Brothers original arcade and, uh, and Pac Man, Namco, Pac Man, all of these was just the biggest nerds saying, I'm never leaving this room. I'm not leaving this room until I change the world with zeros and one. And it is literally with those guys. Yeah. It's one zero and one one at a time. Yeah. Those guys could tell you that's those guys are literally starting with binary, literally starting with binary. You see some of the footage of them going through their offices back in those days and you see like what they're working with. And you're like, bro, they've got a CRT with 20 wires hanging out the back and a PC beside them. That's it. And same thing you'd have at home yourself in the same year. <laughs> they just had this. It's not like that anymore. When like, he said this, he pointed to. His I pointed brain. at my head, but <laughs> but uh, but it's not like that anymore. Now they sit you down at at, at, at uh, THQ or they sit you down at Ubisoft Montreal, and you've got you know things at your disposal that a man like you and I wouldn't have because it it's paid software. It's tr it's a million dollars a year to pay for the program you're using to make Clone Wars or Tales of the Jedi for Lucasfilm, or or program the cutscene in the new Metal Gear Solid re revamp of three that they're doing. The people that are using that software is not accessible to us yeah. this, but, but we can buy pro tools and make an album see the video game industry is one of the only industries that's done a very fucking good job at saying if you want to do what we do you better jump through these hoops right yeah. other forms of art really embrace people doing it themselves and video games have never done that and that's why I'll give some credit to people that program and do get into it it's not like you can just go to school and get hired it's not like that the schools won't even fucking accept you most of the time unless you've already gotten in. You know, now they kind of just sell the education to whatever moron wants to spend the money. But there was a long time but there. You don't necessarily get a job after. Death. That's the thing. You can get. You could be the, the 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 accolade of your school. Nobody will hire you because there's no opportunity in the job market. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just I, I I like that part of it. Video game is a is an industry I'm passionate about because of these reasons, and it's also passionate because of how it makes you feel. Like at the end of the day, outside of the beauty of the politics behind it and all the stories about how things get created. Uh, you know what I mean, uh, and the dedication and how the, uh, the what it takes to make them, just the experience. But we all we all remember that first video game moment. I remember the first time I saw Sonic on a screen. You know, yeah. I'll never forget the first I saw Sonic One and my buddy my babysitter Ryan's room and had an iguana beside the TV, and I didn't give a fuck about the iguana. I'd never seen one in my life. You'd, my mom's like, "Look, the iguana." I was like, "What's on TV? What's that thing? Holy shit, he's fast." <laughs> Well, look at that. Well, what's this? <laughs> My mom's just like, you know, he doesn't need any more games. You know, I was already playing Mega Man and shit. You know, and it was yeah. just like, well, my mom and I used to play Monopoly on the NES. Yeah. You know, we used to play fucking all the dumb shit and Super Mario Brothers. I used to, dude, I'll, I, I never yelled at my mother in such an angry way as when, like, she'd fucking go to vacuum the house and she'd, you know, plug it into the outlet, same outlet that the TV and the NES was on. I'd have my fucking Mario paused on TV VCR. And I grabbed the remote, put it on channel three, so she could watch fucking Young and Restless and shit all during the day when I got back from kindergarten. Yeah. And then when that was done, I go to switch back over to the fucking Nest channel, and the Nest is off. Mom, I was at World Six. 
six, bitch. <laughs> I'm five. Okay. I never seen a woman backhand me so fast. But like, I was not pleased. And she's like, "You think I? You want me to show you how to get to world six, son? You know, like <laughs> my mom was Mario Queen. She fucked. You know that gap? The the gap you had to jump. Yeah. You know that, bro? I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. My mom will fucking come on the show and she will tell you. She did that in the first try. We made it to that gap where you run, you run, and you look, and you can't see the other side. The screen does not scroll, no matter how much you walk, to the other side. Whoa. And then there's like a little gap, and then there's like a little island. If you run fast enough, you can get to it, get to the little island, and at the very last pixel, you jump. Now, they, if you watch the documentary on how they made Mario, they actually used to count the pixels. That's, that's how they calculated how Mario could jump, and they made obstacles. So they counted the pixels so that you only, if you had to jump at the last pixel moment, the last moment he touches a pixel to make that jump. And my mother did it on the first try. I'll never forget. <laughs> so anyways, like those moments, like I'm talking about this and it's, me it's meaningful to me. Like that's cool. Like yeah, that's what video games does. Your extra table banging today, you got to watch that because it picks oh. it up in the mic. I, I will admit, <laughs> listening back on the show, I've never even heard that. And we do tap a lot. So, but yeah, oh, you're right. You're doing I gotta, a lot I got, more of this. I got to mind it. I, I got to mind it. But yeah, that, I just love that about games, you know, and, and, and it's just, I got it. I could do this forever with Crash and with, remember the first time you played um, Mario Kart? Like your first, like maybe not the, I didn't really like the first Mario Kart, but the first one on 64, Mario Kart 64, like, the, the, it was, I don't know, 007, Mario Kart 64, or Star Fox. Like, what was bigger when that system came out? Because they were all monumental. Uh, for, for me, the Mario Kart on the SNES was, was a game changer. It was Oh, Mario such, Kart on SNES for me, I didn't really like. But oh, once it hit 64, it was, I was like, everybody's coming to my place! Once it hit 64, I was like, why is SNES still better? Like I could, Oh, really? I, really. Like I, why do we the, hang the, out, Mark? The music... Everything. And I love that in Super Mario uh, Bros. the movie, they have the music from the original. Bum, 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 oh, do that? I can't bum, wait bum, to hear bum, that. Bum, bum. Oh, man, wait. I loved it. Loved I, it. I almost guarantee that I'm going to get more moments with the Mario movie than you even because I just, I know a lot about the lore. And I know that there's people who made it, their names show up in the movie for tribute a lot. Yeah. They might not know. It's like you said, the Jumpman arcade, like in a moment like that. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Sonic does it too. Like that, and that's what we want. Yeah. Take that '90s nostalgia and fuck every dollar you can out of my pocket for it. Like, do it, do it to me. Use me. Lie to me, America. You know, I I, I love the '90s. Do it. I don't care. It's all I have. I don't want to fucking pay attention to Ukraine right now. I don't want to pay attention to to Biden and wherever the fuck he's going on about. I don't want to talk about Trump going to jail. I don't want to fucking know about. Fucking trans people shooting up Christian schools. I don't want to know who's on the Bud Light can. I don't want to know what Kid Rock's talking to him saying about sla Chris Rock's talking about slapping. I don't want to know about none of it. I just want you to tell me what happened at the D23 Expo in London. <laughs> and I want to know about the Mario movie. You know. Anyways, let's move on quickly to the Disney thing. We'll talk about Star Wars, and then we should probably go get to like everything I just listed because the world is crazy. Oh, yes. But I, the, the world of entertainment is crazier, so we'll keep talking about that. Yeah. Um... So D23, or it's not D23, it's Star Wars. It's yeah, Star it Wars Celebration. Star Wars yeah, the, yeah, it's Star Wars, but it's called D23, right? I don't fucking know. No, D23 is the Disney Expo. Yeah, it's something different. Anyways, yeah. I'm just making shit up now in my head. <laughs> but, um, it's the Star Wars Celebration, and it's a big deal. It was a big deal this year. Yeah. So last year, we were all like, oh, Obi-Wan, you know, and Obi-Wan was 
okay. It was a big, pretty big disappointment. I mean, I do love that final fight, but when you look at it now in retrospect with Andor and Mandalorian and all this other stuff and Luke showing so, up, getting Grogu. So the sad thing to this is during this event, Kathleen Kennedy is now on record saying that all these shows are where she gets to mess around before she gets to figure out what is going to be in the next big movie. Yeah, I, I love when Kathleen talks. It's just like, the, it doesn't matter what she's saying, we hate her. Yeah, she's just shitting on something. She like, could come out and what? say, George Lucas is Jesus Christ, and, and people would be like, I fucking hate that girl. Like, it would not matter. It would not. She could come out sucking Dave Filoni's cock, full fucking deep throat choking on it, live, with his cowboy hat on, and we'd still be like, no, not for me, Kathy. Next. Like, we hate her so much. Like the, 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 Until she goes... We'll never be happy. So let's just try and focus on the good stuff because I, I, as you know me, I've been talking a lot of shit about Star Wars. I've, I've basically said I think it's done. Like yeah. this Mandalorian season is fucking garbage. Now we're gonna get to that. It's about to change, and I'll tell you why. Because I already know what happened. I saw the the new episode. I already saw it. Oh, okay. I got people that were fucking handy and They got to see it at. They got to see it. They screened it yeah. in a no phones. I got to see the Ahsoka trailer no one got to see, where Sabine's holding the green lightsaber, Ezra's lightsaber, and I got to see a full episode of Mando um, in second increments, a few seconds. Just, just before we get started, you mentioned uh, on the on last time on the shot pod, you mentioned uh, you we brought up the the whole Mandalorian just bringing in celebrity cameos and it yeah. cheapens the quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I finally saw that episode and it, it was horrid. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad we high five on that. <laughs> we both know shitty TV. We say because Mando can be good. Yeah, G- Christopher Lloyd was cool. Yeah, Lizzo and Jack Black was horrid. Yeah. Same episode. Even Chris, even Christopher Lloyd's character. I didn't I'll like. I'll push his, this button. Really, I didn't like that either. But his act, at least he can act. Yeah. At least yeah. I was like, oh, he looks miserable. Yeah. Lizzo didn't look like what. What I didn't she look lost. What I didn't understand was yes, you have like a whole fucking squad of of mandalorians outside your doors but you but you won't let them come in oh the story dude the story was so weak you won't let them come in because they have weapons but he but they let mando come in because weapons are part of his religion i was like wait but isn't weapons part of their religion yeah i thought this, dude there was the, the plot hole was huge but nobody cared. at this point nobody cared it was just like it's a side mission of a side mission yeah. their mission is to get mandalorians to join them but they have to do this side mission of the side mission getting the mandalorians to join them is a side mission in and of itself yeah. it's just ridiculous but apparently well i'm going to tell you okay that it all has a meaning honestly that episode there was mean there was there was a little bit Remember, Jack Black was one of the amnesty program. Yeah. The Imperius, that's important. Even though I don't think we needed to waste a whole episode on that, that's that's why that whole episode was based on that. That whole amnesty program is about to blow up. So, uh, I don't know what to talk about first. Um, I, I should have should have made notes. I have that all in my head, but I should have notes. Let's do ta- let's do it in timeline order. Fuck yeah, I'm smart like that. Okay. So we'll start with the three movies. The three movies got announced. One of them would be amazing. So that, and that's enough. I'll be honest with you. That's enough for me. Yeah. If the other two form and are shit, I'll be like, okay. And we know, and so it's technically five movies because, oh no, that's not true. Accolade's not a movie, it's a show. And Skeleton Crew, I believe, is a movie. 
Either way, I don't know. I don't care about either of those things. Uh, I don't um, know if that's a movie because there was a list of different directors and you're Bryce right. Dallas you're Howard they're, was they're both, one of them. They're both yeah. series. You're right. They're both series. So it's only the three movies. Okay. So which is exciting because we haven't had a movie since Rise of Skywalker, which was, dude, if I have to watch one more Duel of the Fates script, like Duel of the Fates was originally the name of Rise of Skywalker and it was supposed to be written X-Way. And I'll be honest, even with The Last Jedi being chaos and Force Awakens being a complete A New Hope ripoff scene for scene, it could have been it, the redemption for that sequel trilogy could have been fucking epic if they just done what they were going to have really cool shit, really cool shit happen. Okay. It would have been very cool. I'll send you some links. It was like they actually I was like like it's well written. It's it's George Lucas level tying it all together, like Revenge of the Sith, but with those with Ray and with Lando and with that cast of of what's that Poe, all those fucking guys. Yeah. Um. So what they're doing, uh, with these three movies is they're giving us one from kind of each era. Like guys like me that are like prequel heads will get it one that I won't like. <laughs> guys that are um, Filoni fans that are loving what's happening with Ahsoka and with the Filoni universe and Rebels will get one, which will be the one I dig. And then yeah. uh, the and they got one for the kids, as I'm saying. And they need to do that. You know, I, one thing I'll give Disney is that they got to give the kids something. Um, a lot of little girls and a lot of people really like Ray. And I think Ray's a, a great, Daisy Ridley's a great actress. And she played the character well. She's just hor- horribly written. Yeah. Written like a bag of shit. They got, it's like, would beat with a stick. And then they cut a hole in the bottom and all the shit poured out. And they're like, there's your character. Love it. You know? And they're like, <laughs> love it. I'd like to love it, but it smells like a bag of shit you just cut onto the floor. Oh, you're a bigot. You're a racist. Oh, my God. I what? No, it's just, it's literally a bag of shit. No, it, literally, that's what you've done. You caught a bag of shit onto the floor and called it Daisy Ridley and said, love it. You know, Daisy's very pretty. I still hate her character. It, I'm telling you, it takes a lot for me to hate pretty girls. I definitely do not fucking enjoy watching Ray on screen. But I do like Daisy Ridley. I like the look in her eyes. I like the delivery of certain lines. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do have a love for her, and I think this will be a good redemption. So they're going to give her a movie that takes place 15 years after Rise of Skywalker. So she's like a 30, I guess probably 35-year-old woman. And it's called, you know, the New Jedi Order. So I don't think you're going to see anybody maybe short of Oscar Isaac or something like that. Or maybe like R2. I don't fucking know if those robots ever die. But like, eh, you know, something like that in it. But it's going to be new characters. They're going to take Rey, who's a character that a lot of the little girls, little 10-year-old girls loved. Those 10-year-old girls are 15 now. So I think that's what they're, they're going to kind of roll with that. And those kids will go see that. They will follow Ray, and I think they'll probably do something neat with it. I mean, there'll probably be some leftist agenda attached to it. But they'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact, everything you just said there, you know, it'll be the girls. The girls go out and see it. No guys are going to go see it. Nope. And, and then and then you're going to hear, why won't guys see movies that that have... They will. They'll all go see the yeah. Dave Filoni movie. That's, <laughs> that's why they're doing three. You'll see. Well, that's, that's but that's what I'm saying is they're going to say, why won't guys go see movies led by women? This is... Bu- and Bro, it, that's no, I, I just can't wait for the, like I said, the, the, the two movies that aren't Filoni's to gross like 30 million and the Dave Filoni movie to break every... Fucking record since since uh, fucking New Hope and Empire set them. <laughs> like that's what I can't wait for, so that they can be like they can't deny it's the only thing that Kathleen doesn't have any interference with because we all know we talked about behind the scenes yeah. after she said you have to put Grogu back in season three of Boba Fett's uh, the Boba Fett season. Favreau walked away, and we all see the talk about season three online. Everyone's like, this is Star Wars up yeah. until this this expo. 
this Star Wars celebration. People thought Star Wars was dead. People were like, a lot of people on the channels were like, I'm checking out. Like, I'm going to finish the season, and then I'll be done with Star Wars. I won't be talking about it anymore. And this has, like, renewed their channel to, okay, I'm going to keep with the channel. I've seen it. It's fucking hilarious. But I was, I'm kind of with them. So the, the Ray movie will get, it'll give the, the, the new kids something, right? And it'll also take a generation of little kids, like, you know, Parker's age, and give them something to go see. I, I support that. Back to the front of the timeline. They're making a movie that's set 25,000 years before the Battle of Yavin, which is 25,000. We're not worried about 10, 20 years here and there. It's 25,000 years before The Phantom Menace. So it's as lo the furthest back of anything on screen that's ever been shown in any medium, including cartoons and all that shit. Only the comic books, the Legends comics, which were not part but published by Dark Horse and shit, that did this stuff. So how cool is that? It's called The Dawn of the Jedi. It's going to be about the first kid. And it's got a picture of a kid with a saber in the center of him and one side's black and one side's white. The dark. It's the first person to balance the dark and the light. Because the whole idea of Anakin being the chosen one and bringing balance back to the Force was that the Jedi were, there was tens of thousands of them, but only the rule of two for the Sith. That's not a rule that was there forever. That's only about 5,000 years old. Yeah. So for 20,000 years, the Sith and the Jedi were at fucking war. But they didn't just start like that. They started with the first Jedi. First Jedi split off. And, and the first Jedi were actually taken very, very much like um, Predator. They, the Jedi, not they weren't Jedi, they were called force, you know, force sensitives. They would find them on the galaxy and these this group of aliens, they made it their their fun time to just pick them up, these force sensitives, and drop them on a planet and make them kill each other. That's how it started. That was the very beginning of the Force. They would take these kids that could make objects float and had this ability. Now, not all of them were very strong with the Force. Some of them were just kind of telekinetic. So a lot of them would die. A lot of them were just, you know, because they didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if they'll get into that kind of, because that's when the comics Legends is. And when you look at the cast listing and some of the characters are using, they're going to touch on that. So we're going to see that kind of stuff. We're probably going to see very Predator-style stuff happening like where <laughs> yeah. people get dropped on a planet and they fucking use the force to do weird shit and discover their own abilities there'll be no lightsabers none of that shit that's a thousand years from now so that's neat i'm interested to see that and, and the and the split of dark and light you know what i mean they might i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do maybe they'll they'll actually flesh out the sith and how they form i mean it'd be cool to see at least the creation of the saber how are nah, I'll never, nah, I'd be very surprised if you see lightsaber in that movie. I really will. Just because yeah. if they do, they'll be breaking a, lo a lot of uh, the big hardcore fans are going to be like, it, it was a while before they did that. They didn't even have Kyber at that point. Come on, guys. If you want to get deep into the lore. But, well, I mean, what? even experimenting with Kyber crystals. If they find a crystal, it'd be cool if they did. If they yeah. found a crystal and tried to harness the energy. Yeah, yeah. I'd be about that. But either way. That'll be a weird movie because they can go in a bazillion directions. The Ray movie, we know what it's going to do. We know it's going to have leftist pushing bullshit. It's going to have Daisy Ridley. It'll probably be very heartwarming. And it'll probably have a very, let's get together and do this with our friends. And a very, you know, the story will probably resolve. And it's only She's one. have a girlfriend. And it's only one movie. Okay? It's not a fucking trilogy. It's one fucking movie. Yeah. So thank God for that. If they <laughs> announce it's a trilogy, that'll be the end of it. Yeah. So anyways. They'll see how that one goes. And if it goes well, they'll probably get her two more. Yeah. That's what'll happen, and it won't. The floating movie will blow up, and the other two will fail, and that'll be the end of it. So, anyways, Alex's predictions will come later. So, <laughs> those are the two. Then we get the floating movie. Now, the idea of the floating movie is this: we have Mandalorian. We have three seasons right now. There will be four. Fourth is already new, good to go, and being ready to make. Okay. Yeah. So, four seasons of Mando is easy. Thirty-two episodes. 
We have one season of Boba Fett. No announcement of a second season, but I, I already know they're filming. I already know the scripts. I know they just haven't announced it. It might get announced today. It's actually Sunday when we're recording this. It's the final day of celebration, so it might be getting announced as we speak. There it is again. <laughs> but that might be getting announced right now. So Boba Fett will have a second season. There's definitely Boba Fett in Mandalorian in the next couple episodes. I guarantee that. 100% okay. guarantee. I've seen it with my own two eyes. So I can guarantee that Boba Fett shows up in this season. So we'll have Boba Fett. We'll have Mandalorian, four seasons. We'll have Ahsoka, one season. It's announced. August, it drops. Full season. Different directors. Lots of interviews. I could spend the rest of the episode talking about Ahsoka. I'll just get on it quick. It, it yeah. looks amazing. It's got a lot of cool stuff going on. World Between Worlds. Um, and while there's no date, it's it's out in August. It's definitely out in August. I, it'll probably drop, I figured, the end last week. Right before, just like Andor dropped the final week of August and went through till October. So um, what's what the idea, of, the reason I'm talking about this and tying it into Filoni's movie is that Filoni's movie will be the heir to the Empire final act. Okay, That's all he's doing. There was, now to give you some perspective, in the 90s there was a a trilogy of books called Heir to the Empire. And it was about Grand Admiral Thrawn, which was a character created by a man called Timothy Zane, who was very good friends with George and got all of his approval to do this stuff. Uh, it was right, but while George was writing Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith, he was writing Heir to the Empire, writing what would happen after Palpatine died. So-and-so was, was writing about how Palpatine came to power. Very cool idea, right? The two of them went off to do their thing. The idea, when Disney bought this, was that they would make that. That was what we all thought was happening when Ray and fucking everybody showed up on set and we saw pictures of Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford together. We all thought we're getting near the Empire. Yeah. Well, that didn't go well. So, Dave Filoni being the fucking genius he is, he goes, you guys aren't using Thrawn? They're like, no, we're going to make up a guy named Snoke and don't fucking worry about it. And he was like, can I use Thrawn? And they're like, yeah, we don't give a shit. He was like, oh, you don't know what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> so he used Thrawn. He decided, I'm not going to use the Thrawn, the Moth, the Moth Thrawn, that's, that's the heir to the Empire post-Palpatine. How does Thrawn get there? He decides to write about Thrawn during the Rebels days, before the Death Star. Thrawn is taking over planets. They got the, basically, he splits the Empire into two or three factions. The Empire Stormtrooper section, the Death Star section. And the uh, tie, the tie fighter, the tie defender in their weapons sector. Thrawn is the weapons sector guy. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, the guy who dies on the Death Star. Uh, Tarkin becomes yeah. the head of Moff. Tarkin becomes the head of the Death Star division. Stardust, along with the guy from Rogue One, and then we've got um, Vader and the Inquisitors with the Stroopers. So there's our three divisions of how we're going to fuck the galaxy up, right? So he says, I'm going to write about how Thrawn gets to that point. Him, and there's so many scenes where him and Tarkin are kind of bitching at each other. I want Project Stardust to get all the money. And he's like, I believe we'll be better off with the TIE Defender factories. And, and, and the rebels, like Ezra and Sabine, are attacking them, and they have a lot of history. I'm just going to ruin Rebels for you. If you want to watch Star Wars, Rebels is a huge spoiler. The series ends with... Um, Ezra is one of the only people in the Force that can talk to animals, which is something that you see um, Hayden Christensen do. In Attack of the Clones, and you see Luke do a lot, too. He's very in touch with, with, with nature. So 
um, he does this with these 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 space whales called Purgle, and they they were they're, they're the thing that they got. Like, you always wondering how do they travel yeah. to all these places in Star Wars Lightspeed? Well, they actually extract something from an animal. It's kind of a cool idea, and that, that's how they did it. It's a cool <laughs> it's a cool explanation. As opposed whale to, come as opposed to them. Opposed that's a whole lot of fluid. Yeah, as opposed to them saying, you know, well, we do it, you know, by something we made. They just lie. They say, well, it's actually from a source we don't understand. So it's not from the dilithium crystals, Captain. <laughs> no, they don't have dilithium. No. The dilithium crystals are are, are purgle poop condensed, condensed, right? Basically, I know that Star Trek thing. Yeah. So, um, they're gonna use this movie to tie in. Use the air. They're using Heir to the Empire, the story of the three books. But instead of using Mary Jade and some of the characters that are not going to be introduced, they're going to assign those groups of characters just to, to different people, like like Sabine and Ahsoka and Hera and the Rebels and Thrawn and the leftovers of the Empire and the Mandalorians and Bo-Katan and her clan. It's all going to be the factions of the heir to the Empire and th- and, and it's going to basically, he's going to make the trilogy that Disney should have done. Mm-hmm. But he's going to do it with TV shows and then make one culminating movie where Ahsoka, Boba Fett, Mandalorian, and anything fucking else that gets pumped out between Favreau and Filoni gets summed up into this and it'll probably come 2026, 27. And it's going to be fucking epic. Like that's what's going to be their moneymaker, and everything is riding on that. And it'll come out last. They'll put out the Acolyte. They'll put out Skeleton Crew, which has Jude Law. It's about a bunch of kids lost in space. Looks stupid. It's probably going to be a very cut and dry within itself story. I won't care. The Acolyte is more about the Sith. It takes place during a time when the Jedi are, are in the thousands, and the Sith aren't really. There's not that many of them, so that'll probably be okay. But another like you can kind of take it or leave it. It won't be anything that you need to watch to be in with it. Ahsoka and that stuff will be what's important. All right. So that's the that's pretty much all they announced. Um, and Hayden Christensen was on stage too, so you know he'll be in the Ahsoka show a lot. If he was there at, at celebration, he's like there. He's on the payroll. Like if you're there, <laughs> if you're there talking to the fans with that look on your face, like fuck, I hate being in front of all these goddamn people, which is a look on everyone's face except for Giancarlo Esposito for some reason. He's just in his glory. Oh yeah. He loves it. He goes up there. He just fucking eats it up. And then he talks about everyone loves Moff Gideon. I was like, I don't like cares about your character but yeah okay whatever you eat it up i think <laughs> but i think of all the people there i think this is like the least popular like even people are more excited for sabine yeah than, than him but whatever it was just fun to see his i think just everybody loves guy and carl he's such a yeah john carl is such a great cool it's such a, it's a i'd say like jean carlo i think is how you say it when they say it at celebration they go jean carlo esposito i think is how they said it i was like oh, yeah. okay now i know now i know yeah <laughs> but yeah it is there's a lot going on um, I, I definitely have some people online that are like there, like sending me videos of them like getting yelled at for using their phone and shit. So I got to see um, the Ahsoka trailer that wasn't released to the public where Sabine has Ezra's lightsaber, pulls it out, and her and Ahsoka fuck this guy up, man. Like, I cannot wait. That was another thing, too. Ahsoka did an interview and she said, you guys are in for fights. Like, it's prequel-level fights. She's like, Star Wars in the OT didn't have a lot of fights. The prequels were insane, and then since then, they've kind of let it go. It yeah. hasn't been, and she's like, Dave got right back into it. We trained the way Hayden and Ewan did for Revenge of the Sith. Nice. That's the way they made Sabine, the girl that plays Sabine, and Ahsoka, and that guy. What's his name again? Hey, help me out, the, the actor that, with this playing the bad guy with the orange lightsaber. 
Either way, there's a dark Jedi involved. I can't remember his name. Oh, are you referring to Ray Stevenson? Yeah, Ray Stevenson. Yeah, yeah he looks badass. Yeah. Uh, he he did a voice of a guy named Fen Rao or something in the clone in Rebels, and so he's been brought back. And his character is apparently set to show up. T- so they might shave his head off and make him a. Di- I don't know. They could do anything. Yeah. Also. The guy who did Thrawn's voice. Thrawn's voice in Rebels was very good. Was uh, Mads Mikkelsen's brother? It was brother. Lars Mikkelsen. Yeah, Mads yeah. Mikkelsen's brother, Lars. And he, uh, they actually, there's a shot. Another thing that they didn't show you in the preview that I got to see was, I think that a lot of people got to see this, though. There is a, a shot of his face as Thrawn. And he, I didn't see his face. I just saw him walking. The ba- oh, see, I got to see, I got to see the face, bro. It looks, that, it looks way better than the Inquisitors. Everyone bitched about how the Inquisitors didn't translate to live well. This guy... Perfect. Did you see that video that I shared with uh, with just uh, there's a graphic designer effects specialist who's uh, remaking uh, the Obi Wan yeah, as a movie. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal right now. Yeah, I've always said that it was dragged the fuck out. You could yeah. easily have done that in a three hour movie. And he's made the Inquisitor's head like the shape. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's changed everything. Like that, dude. Disney needs to... <laughs> one thing I'll give Sega credit for, when they made Sonic Mania and shit, at least they said, you know what? The fans are doing it better than we are, and they fucking hired some of them. Yeah. Disney got on that when that guy who did the deep fake Luke, they hired him to make deep fake Luke for Boba Fett, the guy that took the season two Mando and redid it himself. They went, hire that kid. Yeah. They got that. That's smart. I'd like to see more of that. They need to yeah. do that. They should do that with the duel. They should do that with the, the sequel trilogy. They got to use the War Between <laughs> Worlds, World Between Worlds, to cut out the sequel trilogy completely. <laughs> like, ah, it didn't happen. And then, <laughs> right? Just oh yeah, just new movies made Not up even, by fans. No, but just uh, they the cut track. it off like that's another universe we can never get back to. Have fun, Ray. <laughs> like just, and then Ray just talks about that universe. Like yeah, yeah, in the other universe that I can't ever get back to, Luke taught me. You know, just ruin it all on your own. In another universe far, far away. <laughs> and in the other universe, Luke's like Ray, who? And you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> And Luke's not dead. And we're like, yeah, everybody wins. Yeah. Harrison can stay dead. He doesn't want to be in the franchise anyway. And he's making fucking Dial of Destiny and other horse shit now. Let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Anyways, yeah. Tell, uh, the, only, the only other thing of celebration that was um, uh, was the video game. Yeah. Fucking, it looks amazing. But it, it's the timeline. Where it takes place in the timeline, I don't care. Like, I was actually really interested in the, his story. And the fact that I haven't seen him show up in live action and I haven't read and seen any more indicators that he's gonna ha- it's going to happen, I don't care. Yeah. I want to see Cal. I wanted to see someone from the game show up, even just for a fucking. Yeah. Like, remember, you didn't see the episode of uh, Reb, uh, fucking Mandalorian where Zeb showed up, the big purple cat. You didn't see that. He, he, he's huge. I was like, ah! Like, I was yelling in my room. Yeah. It was a fucking big deal for us because he looked just. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they translated his silly cartoon to live action and then same voice actor. Oh, Steve Lum. Fucking very famous. He used to be doing Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Very famous for making the Animaniacs voices when we were kids. But he does his voice like that for me. I was like, oh, shit. And it was like that. I wanted to see like Cal show up like that just for a minute. And I'm not getting it. So I'm not fucking playing her dumb game. Because I don't. Yeah. if the story doesn't get played into any other part of the franchise, what the fuck am I spending $500 on a fucking PS5 and then $90 on the game for? Yeah. I don't see the point. I'll watch you play it. You, you stream it for me. Yeah. Fuck. It's gone. You, you could buy it for your thing, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, what, the the woman that accused Jonathan Majors. So we talked about this on the podcast, and and I was saying like, oh, just you know, it needs to, uh, he needs to do better. Well, Jonathan Majors, uh, this entire situation flipped around. The woman recanted her statement and uh, exonerated Majors. 
So after it was uh, re- released in a statement that Jonathan has video footage and witness testimony that exonerates him is when she recanted her statement. He's set to appear in court in May to clear his name. So, like, all this, like, oh, you know, uh, there was uh, talks of strangulation and, and just physical assault. And now she's like, no, you know, I'm, I'm no, let's clear it from the record. Why? Because there's video footage. <laughs> so maybe not. Maybe uh-uh. maybe it would just show her beating him and him like, no, 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 maybe defending himself. But either way. That's not cool, man. So all of a sudden there's video footage and it's like, like go to you go to jail. You should be in prison. Yeah. You should be in fucking prison, man. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. The same thing with that Rick and Morty guy. Like, everybody that was fucking with him, too. I want video footage of them so they can put them in prison, too. Yeah. Ruin, just ruining people because it's like, I don't like, I don't <laughs> like the way you smell. So Monster Energy Drinks is being as bad as Sony. So there's a video game called Dark Deception Monsters Immortals. And so You're, Monster, you got Monster it, Energy is suing them for the use of the word monsters. What? <laughs> are you fucking with me right I now? I wish I was. I wonder if Monsters and Men are going to get sued. <laughs> yeah. the, the band, yeah. you know? Yeah. Our drink was out before your band was. You need to change your name. Angelina Jolie's going to get sued for Monsters Ball, man. Like, they're, they're, they're in shit. This is yeah. how it's going to go. Yeah. Well, we, well, there's a lot of kids shows with the word monster in it when we were kids. Come on, cartoons. They'll be like, yeah, we're going retro suing. We're going to sue you for naming a kid show from 89 about monsters what because if, of what our What that movie Monster Squad? They could just sue Monster Energy Drinks. Actually, if I was Monster Squad, I would use three claw marks as the symbol for my movie now, just like fucking checkmate, bitch. <laughs> like, you know, because like, they're going to lose this. They're going to lose it so fucking hard. And then yeah, they do look like cunts. Like, this is, a, this is a cunt move. Like, yeah. you don't sue people over words. Like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger actually owns the word judgment in Judgment Day. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but the E in Judgment Day is dropped in all media. Any, any media the word judgment appears on the title, there's no E in it because Arnold Schwarzenegger owns that. He's never exercised that, and people do it all the time. He stopped. He stopped. He's, he owns it, but he, he stopped. Um, oh, yeah. Even the movie Judgment Night. No E. After, Holy shit. Yeah, see? It's almost like I know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> about, right? I was like, what about Judgment Night? <laughs> yeah, no, you can't put an E in, in media. Uh, but he had stopped doing it recently. Like, I'd say when he became governor, yeah. or governator, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's when he kind of, he said, it's not something I pursue. Somebody asked him about it. Like, and he actually complimented the guy in the interview and said, you've done your research. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, he's fucking good for this guy, because even I knew that. But yeah, it's a pretty, because of um, Terminator, the Terminator Judgment. Okay, so this is the, the back half of the podcast where the world's about to crash. So the fall. The fall of man. I mean. Of, of <laughs> moods. Okay, so the protests. Really, should I do it? Get it yeah, going? There you go. <laughs> so the protests against drag queen story time are under scrutiny as the NDP calls to restrict protests against any of the LGBTQ people. They want safety zones of 100 meters around the venues in which drag queens read to kids. NDP, MPP, for anybody who doesn't know, member of parliament, uh, An MPP is a member of provincial parliament. Yes, Kristen Wong Tam, private members' uh, bill suggests throughout the entire province, not just 100 meters. They added more letters and numbers, so 2S, which means two spirit, allows indigenous people to define themselves as a third gender, saying if this bill passes, it will allow 
the attorney general to prosecute protesters with a fine of up to $25,000. And some corporations are calling for the CRTC to ban Fox News from Canada. Like CRTC is the Canadian Radio and Television Commission of the most evil group of about 12 people that run our entire <laughs> yeah. media in the whole fucking country, yeah. just so you know. I wanted to... Uh, to government funded and government run. Yeah. So, uh, so there's, there's not how it is in the states. So there's more that I'm gonna reference that little uh, note to later, uh, but I wanted to, uh, to, to rant about something a little differently here, uh, about uh, electric cars, but not the same kind of rant that we usually do. So I was scrolling through social media and I came across this ad for an electric car from Polestar.com, and I thought, what makes this car different from any other stupid ass electric car? They made a 25 matte gold electric car. Oh, but either way, the website said this isn't just any electric isn't car. Isn't gold really heavy? Seems like a bad yeah. idea. We're, this isn't just any electric car. We're making a statement. And I couldn't help but think how to make rich people poor. So we've discussed that these cars already cost like 40 to 60. Yeah, we're not grand. on the gold reserve anymore. So the car's kind of worth nothing, yeah. really, at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, we're making a statement that money means nothing yeah. and that air is the same quality <laughs> of, as and worth as much as gold. Yeah. If that's your point, success. Yeah. So th- You've been enlightened. So these cars already cr- cost like 40 to 60 grand for a sedan. Yeah. So they're already unrealistically untainable for the middle class. But then you have people trying to make a statement by making a car that starts at. 52k on an and you can't even put a fucking set of groceries in it on an 84 month lease at 772 dollars a month and you can't put a toddler and a bag of potatoes in the back seat without one falling on the other like you got to understand these things are the size of a fucking corolla like i'm not exaggerating there is zero exaggeration in my voice there's (laughs) cubic inches in the interior of this fucking sixty thousand dollar car it's the same as, like, dude, you can't put a guitar in the back. You can't do it. it you can't, I, I've been in these cars. You can't put a mic stand across the back seat. And they're charging this kind of fucking money. And these yeah. people are laughing about it now. <laughs> like, this just gets to me. So We all uh, know how we feel about the batteries and how yeah. they're, the process of getting them and what the, how they sit in landfills and how it is not sustainable to continue mining the products we need for NICAD and lithium-ion. Yeah. We don't want to get into that. So a 2023 <laughs> Hyundai Elantra starts at thirty to $32,000. They're the mo- and they're the most reasonably priced one. Yeah. That's why you started with that Used one. starts at 29000 for a 2021. I showed you a video on YouTube from uh, Valuetainment Podcast about car prices increasing drastically. So if gas vehicles... And, and they can't get chips. So the best part is, is that you're paying all that money and you're waiting nine, ten months for the yeah. thing to arrive because of the chip problems and the issues with uh, silver, which is what they used to solder. Yeah. So if gas vehicles are being so expensive, but electric cars are stupidly expensive more, how is anybody supposed to drive? And I saw a used Hyundai... And then the insurance companies are just... They're just running... <laughs> Down the fucking road the whole way. Like, because it's electric, we can charge more now. Like, they don't give a fuck. It's yeah. like, hey, your eyes are brown. You have, you have an iris? Your insurance is going up. <laughs> Did you breathe more than seven times last month? Your insurance is going up. Like, it's insane insanity. I saw a used Hyundai Ionic for 39000 but you get a used electric vehicle. That battery ain't brand new anymore, is it? This is so my ha- favorite part of so this whole thing is the uninformed people. So how battery. long before you need to get it replaced? Well, that depends on the amount driven and whether it was properly charged. And what does properly charged mean? Well, for anybody who charges their cell phones nightly, I'm guilty of that because I can't charge it during the day when I'm at work, you're not supposed to. To make your battery last longer once it's down in the mid-range, just a little lower, we're talking 30 to 40%, that's when you're supposed to charge your lithium batteries. Only then can you prolong battery life and when you charge it nightly or essentially 
overcharge it, you're shorting the battery life. So if someone's doing the same thing to their electric vehicle, how long before the battery craps out and now your already stupidly expensive used vehicle needs a new stupidly priced overly expensive new battery? Then the labor of changing it. <laughs> well, and the labor's insane. Like you're, you're going to pay, these batteries are $10,000, $15,000 a piece. If you're looking for used ones, if you like, cut that price in half. Let's say you found a used one for half the price, meaning it'll last half as long. You're now paying $7,000 for used product and you haven't even got me to put it in yet and the car is still the size of a fucking Corolla! <laughs> like at the end of the day, you know, like it really... And, and this is... The thing that blows my mind is that people are like... You know what I got to admit is that people in general, when you talk about the Ukraine, we talk about the trans stuff, when you talk about most things, the UFOs, you know, people kind of like, you know, for the most part, even people that are liberal or kind of leftist are like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, for the most part. The thing that scares me is that even my smart friends, my smart, you know, centered, I'm not about the government, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to be told what to put in my body, friends are like, yeah, let your car seem like a good idea. I'm like, they got you. They really got, like, they've done, pro you know, I'm, I'm just taking the hat off and I got to clap. I got to give it to the American and the Canadian government, the WHO. And WEF, you know, the World Economic Forum, and those, the groups of people, um, and Tesla, you know, and Elon, you know, I know you guys all love him. I know everybody fucking worships the man, and I'm fucking tired of it. I'm, I'm, I'm not on the Elon train. I'm sorry. I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. I've seen too many fucking interviews of him talking about existential crisis and thinking about the meaning of life and shit, and I'm like, give some fucking money to poor people and shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, you and Jeff Bezos can both die. I'm done with them. Anyways, I'm just like, I can't fucking handle... Like pops, you've you've you have really pulled the wool over the over the over the working man's eyes because even even my smart friends don't see how this is. It's it's really bad for the environment. It's bad for the people in these in these nations suffering and fucking being. You seen the fucking video of them digging a little hole the size of my fist and all the kid, all the people crawling out. Every time someone crawls out, they cheer yeah. ah! because they're not dead because of the fucking mine is caving in on itself like yeah. that we've all seen this right it's, it's out there and then there's the, the seth rogan seth rogan no the joe rogan video yeah. of the this is the bottom of of the of the manufacturing tier of your of your iphone of your electric car and it's that mine with all the clickety clacks mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we know this is not a sustainable thing and that it's all lies like it's it's all lies and propaganda every time you see a commercial this is why i'm getting very hard having a really hard time with things like even will ferrell being in an electric car commercial like i like will but Will, you are now a part of the problem. You're in an electric car. Look at me in the eyes. Lie, lie to me, Will. He's saying, electric cars are good for you. I am Mr. Funny Man. Buy it. And I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker, they got me. I like Mr. Funny Man. I want to buy one. But I thank Jesus Christ for my mother. Thank Christ for you, Mom. You built these fucking walls of logic around this retarded bipolar brain of mine. These thick, massive, fucking huge walls of logic that their car commercials and even Will Ferrell's beautiful face can't get, they can't break my walls fucking down. They're, they're climbing and their fingernails are falling off. They can't reach them. They're too high. But these motherfuckers got scaffolding equipment. For the rest of you, and, and they're winning. I can't handle my friends telling me. I can't wait for the day I come on the podcast and Mark's like, I saw an ad the other day and I think I'm going to get an electric car. And I'm like, no, they got Mark. No. <laughs> so man, I get down here, hold him down, lobotomize this. <laughs> you know, like I'm really seriously, I have to believe that out. Yep. <laughs> no, <but laughs> no, we're serious. I'm really, 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 I just, I, I don't. I, and, I, and, and I don't want to yell at these people. I just like, I'm like, have you seen the Cobalt video? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, have you seen the, you know, do you know this isn't sustainable? 
Do you know? And even that thing you said about batteries, like that, has that not changed? Do you remember when we they used to say, drain the thing dry? Yeah. Drink that yeah. thing. Lithium ion's always been the way. We've been lithium ion yeah. since the flip phone days, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not, but NICAD's a, a new thing. It's a, it's, it's um, a laptop thing. It's, 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 it's the past 15 years, right? It's 2005 and up, right? Roughly is when it's, uh, yeah. Before that, it was all lithium ion, ion, lithium, yeah. lithium, lithium, lithium. Yeah, we love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, more, more, more. Okay? And I remember there being a time when it was like, drain your phone dry. Make it shut itself off. And then charge it fully, but don't overcharge. That was always been a thing. Don't leave it plugged in too long. And then use it. And I'm like, now they're saying put it at 50, 40% and charge it then? So well, which, closer to 30. But So which way is it? Did the batteries change? I don't know. Maybe they did, but I don't may- think they may- did. Maybe the knowledge over use changed. They're maybe, like, oh. maybe years of looking. But at the same time, do you trust that after years of using batteries that they're telling us to use them in a way that will keep them lasting? Because I don't. I believe they're telling us, if, if anything, after 10, 15 years, they'd be like, well, why don't we tell them to do this so that it wears them out, so that we can sell more? Because that's what they do with the cars. Remember that big article about not starting your car in the cold? Remember last yeah, like yeah, October? Yeah, no, yeah. We had a huge episode on that. I'm going to quickly recap what happened there, and I'll spend a quick second to it. So there was this big article about how if you start your car and let it idle to warm up, you're bad for the environment, you're a bad person, and it's bad for the car. And then the logic was that the oil that pumps through the engine didn't wasn't moving, and, and, and it's just none of it made sense. It's complete illogic. Starting your car in the cold and letting it warm up, even if it's only for 40 seconds before you put it in drive, is and always will be a good idea. Anybody who tells you otherwise is lying to you. They're flat out lying to you. It's just it's a fact. This isn't my opinion. This is not this is this is engineering. Okay, this is engineering. When you start a car. If you drop it into drive, I, I, I'm telling you, you're wearing it out. It is not a good idea, especially an automatic transmission. The bottom line is, is that the way the valve train works, the thickness of the fluid, none of it is warm. None of it wants to move. Viscous, thick fluid needs to warm up, thin out, and then the computers do their job. That's just how it is. It's, if you actually look at it logically, my wa- logic walls destroyed that, and here we are. So the problem is, is that like I know they're li- That was my giveaway. The only reason I know... That that's a lie is because it's something. It's my specialized industry. I bet you I read a thousand articles a day on things I'm not specialized in, and they're lying to me the same fucking way, and I don't know it. Yeah, that's I just true. I caught that one because I'm I'm really smart with that shit, but I'm not really smart with a lot of things I've told you. I'm good at three things. I can play music. <laughs> I know where the clit is, <laughs> and I fix cars. But that's it. So I caught that one, and that's when I started questioning, what, are they li- what else are they lying to me about? What are their articles? And I, that wasn't a single article that I was like, that's debunked. I saw it everywhere, Mark. Yeah. It was a bombardment. It was on the National Post. Fuck's sakes, picked it up and, did a- and ran something on it. And that's when I was like, they're out to get us. They're out- they want you to wear your car out. And I think that this is, I know we're ranting on the electric vehicle thing, so we weren't going to do that. But like, this is another one of those blatant lies. Yeah. Do it, and things will be better. And then they're worse, and they're like, oops. <laughs> like any, okay, yeah, continue. Uh, so Netflix opened an office in Toronto, and celebrities appeared for the event to promote Canadian content. Uh, who knows what this will mean? I know in other countries the office was taken off Netflix, but don't you dare fucking do that to Canada. Oh, I, if they, you would, you know, you just torrent it the minute they did. <laughs> All nine seasons with special features in my on my hard drive. With potatoes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want special features. I want commentary tracks. I want behind the scenes. I want deleted scenes. With potatoes. And I want it all now. <laughs> 
So I shared uh, with you on Instagram, I don't know if you actually saw it because it was on Instagram, yeah. a Fox News anchor interviewing Tulsi Gabbard. And they were talking about a bill that's been signed by senators that didn't know what they were signing. Apart from blocking TikTok, it gives the staffers the right to decide what apps can or can't be used, including VPNs, making them illegal. Now, with this big push for Canadian content, among there may be some legislation against VPNs. I haven't seen or heard of anything yet, but a buddy of mine has. He says he doesn't remember where he heard that, so take it with a grain of salt right now. But if the U.S. is cracking down on VPNs, you can bet Canada's doing the same. And on the same page as communist countries blocking content from the world, as mentioned about... We're on that list now. You can add Canada to the list of communist countries yeah. blocking content. We're there. Yeah. So, uh, so as mentioned e about Fox News in uh, just a few minutes back, uh, may eventually gets banned. That's fascism, by the way, silencing conservative voices, silencing opposition. I realize it's American TV, but American politics bleed in bleeds into Canada quite obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't be well, talking. We've got more censorship here now than they do. Like, yeah. I mean, they might lie a lot more to their people, as we all know from like the Kennedy assassination moving <laughs> forward yeah. at 9-11. But like, now we have bills to prove it. Like that, They don't have yeah. bills saying you're not allowed to say stuff. We do. That yeah. scares me. So... American politics bleed into Canada, quite obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking about banning Fox News like the NDP member of Hamilton. And Joe Biden wouldn't say, I really like what they're doing in China. I mean, Canada, the way he did so nonchalantly yeah. a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, the NDP member of Hamilton was spewing fake news about American politics that even Kyle, uh, the, the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff, when the member was asking give, send, go questions. He was literally quoting fake partisan news from the U.S. So... Trudeau still walking away from tough-to-answer questions in Parliament, leaving the answer to his members. How do liberal members let him get away with that? Do they have this, like, I got this, buddy, you take off rhetoric? Or is it more like, seriously? You're going to leave me to answer this? Anytime I see Mark Holland, the liberal MP member from Ajax, in Parliament sticking up for the corruption, it makes me want to go to his office in Ajax and personally ask him, without the runaround of a Parliament, What the fuck is your problem? Yes. Ask him how he really feels, and if he answers the same, then you know he's just as corrupt. I don't know. You probably never get in a room with him to ask. You know what I mean? Like... That's the sad part about like you're well. I mean, the office is. I, I mean, he may not always be in that office in Ajax, but I mean, if office. you knew he was, you think you'd get in there? Like, really? This is that's what I'm, that's the stuff that drives me nuts. Is that like he's a member of Parliament, which means he's a representative of a group of people from the town of Ajax. That small group of I think Ajax has two constituencies now. I think is enough people. I think it's north and south. But either way, it just like blows my mind that he's responsible for what? What? How many people? How how big is Ajax? Help me out here. Seventy thousand people. Like seventy five thousand people in Ajax. No, 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 no. It's it's more than Whippy, isn't it? No, it's not even a hundred. You don't have a hundred thousand in Ajax yet, I believe. I could be wrong, but uh, do you want to do, do the Hey Google on that shit? Are we doing it? Are we doing it right now? Just yeah. curious. I just one hundred twenty one thousand. Oh, okay. So it is it has broken a hundred. That's interesting. Yeah. So that means about sixty thousand people are represented by this person, and like that's that's too many. Yeah. That's, this is what I'm talking. This is what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> I know I fucking love when I can goddamn when I can show you the numbers. I just fucking did it. We just we. J Pardon me. Oh wow! What the? F is that a? Is oh that yeah, I was at two twenty seventeen. Oh, you're at twenty seventeen. Yeah. Jesus! So it's actually so it's at how much? Sorry, one. No, no. Oh uh, wait, yeah, okay. One seventy five. Yeah. Holy motherfucker. What's half of that? 90-some-odd thousand? Okay. Yeah, we just added 30,000. So that means that one person... 
One person from Ajax. So this is the thing. Our fucking, our fucking population is going. It's exploding. Yet the number of seats in the House of Commons is going fucking nowhere. We've added what two in the past ten years? Like this is fucking bullshit. This is ridiculous. And this is how you take over a government with immigration policy. This is how you fucking do it. There's a bug on me right now. What the fuck? How did? There's literally a fly just landed on me. We're in a oh, basement yeah. and it's cold. It's flying around the lamp. How did this happen? Has he been here all winter? Did he just <laughs> thaw know. out? What the fuck? Maybe. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> but like, warm weather's here. But seri fuck. but seriously, like, you know what I mean? That's ninety-two some odd thousand people that this one guy represents. You'd love to go in and talk to. You think you would ever? If he gave every person in the city a minute of time, how long would he have to be in that office? And you know he's not going to do that. But I'm just like, this is, a, this is what I'm talking about, numbers. If you put numbers on fucking paper, people start to open their eyes. Wait a minute. If he sat down and gave everyone that he sh that's in his constituency, fuck, half of them. Let's just cut it in half. He represents 90. Let's take 45,000 people and give them each a minute. He'd have to be in that office for three years. To fucking give that amount of time if you ran from yeah. 8 a.m. till 6 at night with no lunch. You know what I'm I'll saying? Tell, I'll, I'll tell you something. People, you're never going to get heard. You're never going to get, your voice will never be heard. It'll be lost in that vast 45, fuck that, 92,000 persons uh, assembly. Ah, scream, bitch, why? It's just lost yeah. with all this shit. And that's just the little way to be telling you Ajax. That's just widow Ajax. There's how many fucking constituencies are, uh, in this uh, for federally 360 some odd 360 groups of the same shit with the same number of people being misrepresented by somebody that they couldn't even get in the office to talk to about something as simple as saying, how does it make you feel when your prime minister leaves you to answer questions you are clearly not set to answer? Are you does your how does it make you feel about your party? How does it make you feel about the city you represent? Just ask him a simple question like this. I'm, I'm not here to shit on you. I just want to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't even get that opportunity. This is where the problem lies. This is what representation by population means. And that's something our... I guess our, you got to wait till it's close to voting season. <laughs> right? Black lives only matter once every four years, right? That's what fucking Tom says. It's like, uh, indigenous in Canada, it's indigenous lives. Indigenous lives matter once every four years yeah. when it's convenient for the government. And after that, they're just like, ah, we found some bodies up behind the school. Why don't we wait two and a half years to talk about it when the election comes out? You notice how it's real quiet talking about indigenous people now. Yeah. No elections on the horizon. We're mid-election right now. Give it 18 months and that's all you'll fucking read about is yeah. fucking indigenous people. But I don't hear anything about them now. And I'm not sure. I'm saying they should be outraged right now that they're not in the news and that nobody gives a fuck about Orange Day. But I guarantee you in another fucking, in 16 to 18 months, it'll be the only thing you can read about in the sun and the star. Yeah. Sorry, specifically the star. Specifically the star. We all know they're <laughs> My God, that's like, it's, it's getting crazy. So keep at it. So did you hear about uh, Riley Gaines? Yeah, I, I did. Give them so, give them so the Riley story. Gaines is a competitive swimmer that spoke up against Leah Thomas, the trans athlete competing in women's swimming. She was literally held hostage by a trans mob at a university. They assaulted her and refused to let her go, demanding money from the FBI and police. And while this was going on, the speaker at the White House, uh, the, the the press secretary there, yep, yep. Uh, Jean-Pierre, whatever, uh, was telling the trans to fight back. And, and I thought... Fight back. They're holding someone hostage. They're fighting. Billboard and shooting Christians at schools. I was but just going to say. Fight back. So, so Billboard Chris is a Twitter handle of a man who travels combating transgender ideology. He's been attacked multiple times. The multiple trans mass shooters uh, around uh, 
that have caused enough havoc. Again, I say, if people on the right are so bad, how come they're not attacking anyone? When's the last time you saw or heard about anyone on the right attack anyone? Other than the fact that Kyle Rittenhouse defended himself and people were like, oh, look at that, he's a straight-up murderer. Uh, again, I say, if people <laughs> on the right are so... Uh, so, if... The right protests in Canada, we bring barbecues and bouncy castles. Well, they leave, I mean, they, they harass Trudeau going into and leaving a restaurant, but people are pissed. Uh, they didn't accost yeah, him by any means. When you're fucking the country this bad, I'm surprised yeah. he doesn't have a bullet hole in him by now. So many people are saying that you're not allowed to hate any other person. But the people who aren't okay with trans people, they're, they're not attacking them. I also I also believe a lot of this is is um is the divide and conquer thing too. Like I think that like saying um like when tra when they got trans people fucking holding someone hostage and there's and there's and then they're like defend yourselves like they're they're saying stuff like that like they're that it's like fuel to the fire. They're just like oh the right wing's mad. Let's just let they'll look more fascist if we say something like this. It's the same reason that Bud Light puts a fucking trans person on the can. No one it's just gonna set people up. Just know yes. they're gonna let's but go. what I was talking about is even people on the right that aren't okay with trans people. They're not attacking trans people. No, exactly. Trans people are attacking everybody who doesn't agree with their views. And then they say shit like that because they know it's just going to rile it up more. There's just fuel on the fire. It's 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 so it's so and, obvious. And I, I don't understand what they think that accomplishes. Like, like me or I'll beat you up. And if you still don't like me or accept me, I'm going to shoot you. Like, what? I say, what? I talk like that and you call me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You don't believe I should be free to do what I want in the country that my grandfather died to fucking wars in so that we could be this free? Really? Like that? Th these are the types of ideals that I believe are worth killing for. And I'll be honest, I, the way we're going, it's only going to be a couple more years. We're going to have to kill to keep them. If a single white male did any of the shit that literally any other group does, we get arrested. Mm. It's in the news. It's all over the news. We're, we're alienated and outcasted. I just talked about Try the being a straight white male that's not vaccinated. I just talked about the NDP trying to pass a bill making protesting illegal and could lead up to a fine of $25,000 and I'm in the group of people that that are the problem? No. Yeah, you can get a $25,000 fine for protesting in a country that's democratic. A, a democrat. Yeah. Well, isn't the right to what's the where the right to assembly fucking the, go? The, the right to a peaceful assembly which is in the charter rights. So I I What charter? I mean, I mean if you if you actually got fined that, you could probably make it a superior or Supreme Court. And that's what's not happening. This is the problem, is that none of this shit goes to a Supreme Court. Yeah. Why are these people still in jail over the fucking, over the, the, the trucker thing? Like, it blows my mind. Wait, wait, who's doing anything about this? Yeah. Like, in, in Romania, there'd be dead members of government. They would, they would, they would speaking fucking, of, speaking they, of. Here we go. They would fucking kill someone in Romania. Well, I was going to say, shit. speaking of in, in Romania, Andrew Tate is finally released and he's on house arrest. Right. But he's no longer being held for nothing. Yeah, being held for not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Being held for babbling opinion. Yeah. The second identity politics enter the grand scheme of things, it became a problem. You want to be trans and you're an adult that can decide for yourself? Great, go do that. Leave me alone. You're a drag queen that wants to read stories? Great, go do that. Not for my kid, though. Because I think it's inappropriate that a, a man dressed in drag wants to read stories to children, especially after all the people being busted for pedophilia, child porn, grooming. They're not myths. It is no. happening, and currently they're trying to it's hide. part of the divide and conquer, though. Like, I truly believe well, that's part of how that, they make us. They want us to hate the trans by taking a select few of them that are fucked in the head yeah. Oh, yeah. and saying, read to the kids and piss off those right-wingers that value their children's sexuality and the innocence of it. Yeah. And it's like, why, why is it bad to value the innocence of your children's sexuality? 
Why is that not valued anymore? So much so to the the point where I, I think it was in BC I read an article on where they're uh, m- trying to make it illegal for parents to know what's being taught in class. Dude, come on. That's communism, dude. No, that's not. That's not. I'm sorry. That's fascism. That's Nazi shit. That's real Nazi shit. You're not allowed to know what they teach your kids in school. The home. Why? Bro, I'm so jealous of these kids. No more homework. Think about it. (laughs) They can't ever send your kid home with homework. It's the end of homework. I want to go back. I can't finish my project today, Miss Lewinsky. Why not? Well, I can't take, I, can't, I mean, this is a trans thing. I can't take this home. You know, my, my, my crazy right-wing father who's opinionated in votes, <laughs> he, he won't stand for this, so I guess I'll just have to start this again tomorrow. Yeah. And that, what would they say to us? No, you take that home and you get that done. We have to be ready for tomorrow. Now they're going to be like, okay, shh, you just leave that here, little Timmy. You come back in the morning, don't tell daddy. Don't tell daddy that we're teaching you all about the trends. Don't tell daddy that we're telling you how to put a condom so you can have anal sex, even though this is kindergarten and you should be (laughs) face painting. I don't know about you, Mark, but I learned how to face paint when I was in kindergarten, not how to finger fuck my buddy. God damn it. I seen this fucking paperwork the other day. I'm fucking pissed about this. It was a girl. She looked like Tamara. She was this fucking just brunette looking girl sitting there and she had a book out. This is a real book. And she's like, my grade one kid took this home. And she read, she read an excerpt of it. And it was about masturbation and anal sex. I'm not, these were words, words in the book, anal sex, masturbation. They were in the book. She said her grade one child was read this book and she was reading it to the whole, it was a, it was like a fucking group of parents. Like probably thirty or forty parents each side, probably about sixty people on each side of the aisle. In this, it was um, what, what do they call that? Help me out here, parent. You know, when the parents go and sit, and then a group of teachers sit in front of the table. It's like a fucking town hall meeting. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's that called though? It's like a you know, student council. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't remember uh, the shit stu- from school. Yeah, it's a student board meeting. Yeah, it's a board. It's a it's a it's a it's a school board meeting or yeah, something. Yeah. School board meeting, and and then there's like board members, and then there's the, the their parents, and the parents get to put their name up, and then they get to talk about issues of the school. Yeah. They're the low, and this woman's reading this, and and they're cutting her off, and she's like, "Why? I said I said the words in the book. You read the word anal sex to my fucking six year old last. She swear it. She's like, you read this to my six year old last week, but you can't understand. Are you uncomfortable? She's yelling at them. Are just are you uncomfortable that I'm talking about masturbation at the town hall meeting? And everybody's like, yeah, like yeah. There's a fucking riot going on behind this woman. She got them riled up. I was like, give me this, yeah, bring this bitch to Canada. It was, you know what I mean? And and they're cutting her off, and she's like, and she's just yelling. She's like, I know you're saying my time is up, and she's like, is, is my time up? And the room's like, no. And she's like, I guess I'll finish with this. And she goes, if if you're uncomfortable with me reading this shit then I, this should not be in the classroom with my fucking child. And if it's going to be, you run it by me first. And I will remove them if I don't agree with it. That is my right as a parent. Yeah. And, dude, I, where'd that go? They, they're taking that from you guys. Yeah. This is why I'm glad I didn't have kids. Because I'm telling you right now, Mark, I would get so fucking violent if someone was fucking with my kid like this, yeah. holding information from me, forcing vaccines on them. The things I would do to a human for doing that to my fucking kid. God, I'm so glad I didn't do it. I don't know how you got your fucking saints. No, uh, and the fly, that's another thing, too, is it's like... But th- but this is where I have to draw the line though. It's like I don't want to come off like a hateful person. <laughs> no, I don't because because I don't think you should all be teaching the kids like you can't. You d- I don't I don't want the kid to go to the school and be like hate that flag, little Johnny. Like that's not what I want either. Yeah. I don't want like because you got to understand that the the reason I'm passionate is because my best friend in elementary school was gay. Yeah. Jesse McMahon. 
was the biggest gay lord in the fucking school, and I fought every kid in that school for him. Every fucking kid I had to go head-to-head -head with over this shit. Like, I know it's a problem. I know kids are bad and malicious. Yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't have your rainbow flag and tell them to be accepting. It's the shoving it down the throat. It's the six-year-olds being taught about masturbation. It's like, guys, figure it out. Don't teach my six-year-old about masturbation, but I don't want him to stone a trans guy to death either. Yeah. You fucks. Like, that's what I'm not talking about. The violence needs to come in on the people that are forcing things on my kids. That's where, that's where the violence comes in. It's like, dude, you can't ruin the youth of tomorrow. You know, we're not teaching these kids anything positive by even wanting to be violent against them. But what, th th that's what the left wants. They want to push you in a corner so that your only retaliation is violent outbursts. Because while you're being shot at by a gang of trans people, they're saying you need to fight. The trans are fighting back. Like that, yeah. they want you to be in such a corner that you're only, that's a perfect example. What's the retaliation of the surrounded, straight, white, Christian male in that situation? Violence. What are you going to do when five trans people have you, are holding you hostage? Yeah. What do you do? This is, and that's what they want. They just want us to have to resort to it. Yeah. And this is where I just like, where do you rise above? This is where I don't understand. If you as a human being, no matter whether you're black, white, or Asian, or, or, or male or female, have children or don't, if you believe that buying a lithium-ion battery for your fucking car is part of the solution, that's the beginning of your moronic retardation. It well, starts there and it ends when you let your kids at six get taught about anal sex and masturbation. It, that, that, but you got to understand that your EV or electric vehicle mentality that's where it starts. That you're, you're, you're too stupid to see the forest for the trees there, and that... It, 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 what's the word? You know what I mean? That affects the way you see everything else. Yeah. If you can't see through the bullshit on that level, you can't teach your kids to see through the bullshit they're getting at school. Like, that's where we got to do better. That's where the, it's like, I, I get so mad that you, you want to start hurting people. But hurting each other is not going to fucking do anything. Hating trans people and bitching about the flag at the school, none of it's going to accomplish anything. I mean, part of it is... It we gotta go... We just gotta rise above the government. We need to come yeah. together and say, fuck your Bud Light representative and fuck your narratives and your... All of it. And, and just stop there's gotta, listening. I mean, the, the weird thing is, I don't know if there's any way... I mean, with this parental board, uh, the school board... Yeah, that meeting was crazy to me. Yeah. But the, what the parents say should have a little more weight. Oh, they're just like, ah, next... Right? Just like, where, where did they, where'd they learn that, Mark? You see? They learned it in the House of Commons with Justin. Yeah. Walking out on his own fucking country, not being responsible for the things he's doing and saying. It starts on the federal level. It's just like us. We're just, dude, it's so simple to me. You have a child. You lead by example, don't you? Yeah. You don't curse in front of him or smack Tamara around because you know your son would grow up and be a woman beater. It starts with that. Right down to the fact you don't chew with your mouth open. So he doesn't do that. Yeah. Very different fucking things, but both equally important. He's never going to get any pussy if he eats with his mouth open. <laughs> right? Don't you want grandkids? That's what I'm talking about. And people don't see that. When you're talking to your six-year-old about fucking masturbation and anal sex, that it's a, it, it starts there and it jumps. It, go, it becomes way bigger of a problem 20 years from now. But are you going to be so stupid you're going to let those 20 years pass before you see the problem? Have some forth. I mean, the, the weird thing is you have to be able to, to know what... Just one thing in school that they lied about before you can open open your eyes for yourself. So yeah, I did. that's a so very like, good point. So like, 
I mean, for me in school, it was like, oh, Thanksgiving was like this peaceful meeting when. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, they, oh, they didn't it, preach it, about the 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 genocide of yeah. pilgrims to us. No, no it was the, a lovely dinner no, that was had. Taya got that. <laughs> Taya got that. Taya, Taya, who's thirteen, right? She got. That, that we're e- white people are evil, and Turkey represents that. We got it was a great supper. Right, cornucopias are peace. Uh, so now it's like, oh shit, that's secret. That Do you remember the pictures in the books yeah. of the pilgrims and the natives smiling, yeah. handing each other? Do you remember they were trade the, the natives would trade fur, and we would give them our, the turkey and all yeah. the carrots and shit. When did that happen? All sitting down for a dinner with a nice cornucopia. At one table. Yep. One table. With a nice cornucopia. It'd be like a white middle. guy and a native, and a black guy and a native, and then a native and then a white guy. It was always a mix. <laughs> Nobody was sitting in their group. Not all natives on one side, whites on the other. No, 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 no. Always mixed together. Smiles. Nothing. The kids would be running around playing <laughs> darts and fucking, I don't know. Whatever. But Just- outside of these sketches... <laughs> that you don't see, like there's a guy holding a rifle to the back. <laughs> right? Smile for the uh, sketch artist. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> fucking scrap. You know, that's what they did. That's what they did. If you go to New Brunswick, that's how they fucking talk. My racist ass fucking relatives on on uh, mom's side of the family. That's what they call them. Like it, it's like their version of the N word. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like that's how it was. And and I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm white and I can say I had shitty racist grandparents that did horrible things to those people. Ah, but that's not my fault. According though. to all agendas out there, if you had racist family members, that automatically makes ra- you makes racist, you racist, right? Yeah. Not, even though I dated a Muslim girl. Oopsie daisy. Yeah. You know, in a weird way, I wish Wait, I married her and got her pregnant just so I had that clout. You I didn't say throw that. Throw that out. You didn't. I'm really let down. What, what part? <laughs> Oopsie daisy. <laughs> You're just like oopsie daisy. Oopsie daisy. Oopsie daisy. There you go. Come on. No, but it only it's an oopsie daisy if it's not something you really regret. Oopsie daisy's like a really big <laughs> fuck up. Like, like you know, when they broke into Trump's house and there's like nothing except for the stuff that he was like it's right there. Oopsie daisy. That's a big yeah. fuck up. You know, when a girl who's like super depressed and psychotic leaves you, you're like oopsie daisy. <laughs> yeah. It's different. Anyways, it's I'm, I know I got really passionate about that stuff, yeah. but like. Like so, we so, are, we are fighting for our our freedom and our kids here, man. Like this is nuts. Yeah. So I think that's a, a bill that somebody is trying to pass in BC. I saw an article shared recently about it, and I just I couldn't find that article recently. So I was like, oh, so it's not as popular as I thought. So, but it's just, I mean, to me, it's in the same field as that NDP member trying to pass the bill. Like you're not allowed to protest within a hundred meters of. Well, what? I mean, the protests are getting further and further away from, oh, you want to protest? Actually, if it, our protests, if you go 10 blocks south yeah. and you head around the corner, so you're going to want to go east, uh, there, there's a protest there. Uh, it's an abandoned parking lot. Why do you think parliament buildings are big and giant and labeled parliament buildings? Like the, the reason government buildings are labeled and there's flags all over them and shit is so you can go and protest and let them know if, you're, if there's a problem. You know what I really want to do? I just really want to go to the House of Commons and just read, not not like like not read a play or not read anything fictional. Read real a real piece of of history. Just just read them about the French Revolution. Just be like, you guys want to hear a story about a country called France that came to America's aid in the 1770s to help them liberate themselves from England. They used a lot of people's money to do that. They used all the people's money actually. 
All of it. And while they sent all their soldiers over to help America be independent, they used all the leftover money to eat elaborate steaks and put gold-plated walls up in their castle and um, build self-landing space rockets and create universes uh, in other galaxies and market billions of dollars into agendas to change the stories around. Oh, sorry, that's today. Sorry. <laughs> I got mixed up for a second there. Oopsie-daisy! <laughs> but anyways, Marie Antoinette, King Louis... They thought we fucking run shit. We're so smart. We all these. What are these peasants gonna do? What are all these poor people gonna do? What are they gonna do? They're so stupid. We went to America and helped them liberate. They didn't say shit. Let's 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 put the taxes up more and blame it on the fact we went to help the Americans because they wanted that. Yeah. This is that. Yeah. Very similar. You want to help the Ukraine, right? Well, chicken's like ninety dollars and oil's a billion dollars. Yeah. We're gonna help them though, right? And what happened to Marie Antoinette and King Louis? Like I just I want to finish the story for them. That's all. I don't want to talk about what happens, but I want to finish that story. Because the they went the people marched to the Bastille. They broke out a lot of weapons. They went to and they they murdered they murdered the leaders of their country. They cut their fucking heads off right in front in front of children. In front of kids. In front of millions. Down the fucking street. And the block that they cut that fucking bitch's head off with her husband is the same place the French are protesting right now today. Right. right now today. Nothing's changed in France. They tried to change. I told you a couple of weeks ago yeah. they tried to add a point system to their fucking driving like we've got. Like with us, they're like, hey, Canada, there's a point system. We're like, okie dokie. Over there, they're just like, apocalypse. Like, <laughs> no, we will not. People are resistance. Like, they don't fucking care. I'm sorry, I'm moving to France. I'm fucking done. <laughs> and, and my whole life I was raised by New Brunswickers to hate the French, and now I want to be one. Yeah. It's nuts, man. They've got more balls than we'll ever have. But I'm so, they need to be reminded of what happens when you push people. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I do think we're a long ways from it because clearly no one's got balls. But, like, that's where it ends. And that's what I don't want. That's why I get scared and I get, I get, so, I get so riled up because I know that's where it ends when no one says anything and no one's saying anything, and that's what scares me. Yeah. I don't want it to get to the point where we're Molotov cocktailing Parliament, but wh where does it end when we're not? And how many bills are they going to pass? How high is oil going to get? How much water is going to be undrinkable? How many UFOs are they going to lie about? <laughs> how many countries like the Ukraine are we going to put all our money into before we go, nah, it's enough is enough? Yeah. Can't afford food. So have you, have you seen the new uh, Spider-Man across... Into the spider across the spider. I'll be honest with Star Wars and with Mario. I have not given fuck about MCU. Like, I've but no, this isn't MCU. This is uh, Sony's animated. Thing. Oh, okay. Well, no, I got nothing. So, I mean, I know Spider Man's your favorite. Yeah. Well. So, so they released the trailer, and I didn't even notice this. But I, then I scrolling through YouTube, I see like, oh, they did it. They did it again with Spider Man. And uh, so I was like, what, what, what did they do? So then I click on this video and I see like Sony has put the trans right, trans rights flag in the new uh, Across the Spider-Verse trailer. And like, I didn't even see it going you through. You didn't notice it? No. Did you look for it? Did you go back and look for it? Yeah, I saw it afterwards. And it's, it's just like it's in the in, corner of a scene? It's, or yeah, it's, it's, in, it's on the wall in Gwen's room. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, okay. I, I didn't see that as, as too big of a deal. I mean... Some people are thinking maybe this is the start of the subliminal programming. Like if it's there, you know, and a ki kid knows what it is, and they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, okay, they support trans." Whatever. I, I mean, I didn't think it was a big thing. Uh, <laughs> so 
we talked about Jazz Jennings last episode. Jazz Jennings was a person who was forced to transition via, via her parents wanting a girl, not boy, and now she's suffering from gender dysphoria on national television while her mom is threatening to wring her neck if she stops, stops taking her pills. So, But this is not child abuse. That's, that's just being who you are. Right. <laughs> right? Right, right? Just like it's not a hate crime to murder Christian children because you hate them based on their faith. Yeah. Right? Okay, just check it. Just check it. So, I mean, because you're white. I mean, oh, sorry, because they're white. For for them to put that into Spider Man thing, it, it's kind of like. Uh, can I tell you how I, I agree with you? Okay. I, I saw at Celebration. Yeah. There was a guy in a stormtrooper, and you know the shoulder pad that's orange. Yeah. His was a rainbow. Oh. I, well, I'm sorry, it wasn't a stormtrooper. It was a clone trooper. Okay. Clones are clones, dude. They don't have a sex, and they can't reproduce. <laughs> they can't. That's that's the whole point. It's just like so you're a. You're a trans clone. Like this is when it, this is when it gets interesting to me to take your dumb leftist agenda and put it into <laughs> in, into franchises that it doesn't work. Yeah. Do you know why there's no rainbows in Star Wars? Because there's no fucking. It doesn't matter. It's not even a topic. I mean, there it are, hasn't been a topic. You can be. There are planets where there's only one sex and everybody's fucking each other. There are no males. It's all females and whatever. Like George has already passed this. It, you know, he eliminated it by coming up with the idea of aliens in the first place. Did you ever see this meme? <laughs> no, no, you are the father. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. it's Mace Windu uh, talking to uh, Boba Fett, and uh, where Mace says, "We know we never told you about your father," and and Boba Fett says, "I know enough. I know you killed him." And then Mace says, "No, you are your father." Which is funny because he's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> he's an unaltered clone that doesn't if he's unaltered that means boba can fuck and reproduce he should get with ming wen there and have some little <laughs> fucking kids man i'm serious i never thought i always thought about that uh, boba doesn't have a hair an heir because he's but but he's he's an unaltered he also doesn't have hair oh that's a good point <laughs> he doesn't attack of the clones he's got lots of it. very much lots and lots and lots tomorrow morrison looked damn good in that movie <laughs> but I'm just like I, I like it's just they're push shoving it into places where like if you actually look at it logically within the franchise it doesn't make sense. It really you know what I mean? That would literally be like putting a rainbow on a race of aliens from a franchise that there, were, there was only one sex yeah. and they were asexual and they were born with the like Godzilla with the abil- pregnant ability to get pregnant right away just fertilize an egg and you wear like a trans fucking piece of something on there I'd be like that thing doesn't even have a sex. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is your point? What's your, what are you, what, like, what, what is it? Like, what, what is the point? What, what is the best case scenario of wearing that? What is, that's my question. Yeah. Because to people like you and I, we're like, what the fuck? That's stupid. And to everybody else, it blends into the background. And it means nothing anyway. So really, at the end of the day, all it does is really hurt. Yeah. So, I mean. Like, you see, that's where I'm getting, like, putting it at the schools, the rainbow at the schools. To the kids that don't know anything about anything, it's just a flag. To me, as a seven-year-old, I would have went, look, there's a Canada flag, an Ontario flag, a rainbow flag, and a black flag. Okay, whoopee-doo. And I would have went into class, and I would have thought more of it. All it does, all it's going to do is set off parents that don't want their kids knowing about that shit in kindergarten. Yeah. So it's, this is where I get annoyed. Because when you start shoving that stuff in front of people, it actually only does bad. Oh, yeah. The Bud Light can thing only does bad, which is why I'm just completely ignoring it and laughing and going whatever, so, because its only purpose is to stir up bad feelings. Yes, I don't know if it's completely... Nobody true. who drinks Bud saw that and went, I'm going to drink more! No. Not a single fucking person. No, I don't know if it's true, but... Uh, and trans people aren't going to stop drinking wine and sex on the beach and switch to Bud Light because of that can. 
Like these things aren't going to happen. It's just it's all part of the divide and conquer. Situational divide. Yeah. There was uh, Art of War, bitches. Go read was, it. There was an article that came out, and I don't know how true this is, that said uh, that somebody at Bud Light is is being fired for marketing uh, because their sales dropped eighty oh, percent after sure. this. And I mean, I mean, possibly. Go well, go broke. Yeah. Right? You said it fucking yeah. last year, and I love to quote you on that. By the way, I fucking love to quote <laughs> you on that. Go, I say it all the time when you're not around. I go, well, go broke, and people just smile. I don't have to say anything else. I don't have to explain anything about how I feel. I don't have to get into the. This is what happens when you decide to push your shit. Like people just go. Good point. Well, I mean, the bigger thing to that is, okay, there there are these groups exist. Okay, sure. Might take ten years, but they'll go broke eventually. Yeah, these groups exist. Okay, sure, and maybe they want some represent representation. Okay, sure, but the majority, the majority, the overall majority, whether if, they if really you, need to get in with the blacks, they need to sit down and talk with black people about how you organize and get respect. Well, because if, they're not doing it the right way. But but my point is, if you force yourselves on everybody, you're alienating yourself. Black people have uh, uh, their their entire culture and their music have infiltrated all of North America. You know, they started in, in the '50s, not even be able to go to a, into a restaurant or a bathroom, and now they basically are like they run what's what is happening, and they've had a half black president. Like the the, the the leaps and bounds that community's made since Malcolm X and all that stuff is is not, that they need to sit down and take some fucking advice. I know it was an uphill struggle, and I'll never say anything like uh, otherwise i'll never, I'll never oh, say yeah. anything against oh, that music wouldn't be what it is today without them i'm not gonna go i'm not even getting into that i'm just saying the struggle to go from like a you can't eat at this restaurant to like every single child in the world knows who drake is you know like now there's not a single kid in the world that doesn't know this fucking guy like that's a big deal and jay-z you know what i mean like they run what they make all the clothes all the music a lot of the media they've they Blacks have gotten into so much more than they of than what they used to influence then, and it's all been for the better. I feel I yeah. really kind of do, and I mean, fuck, they want BET is my favorite channel. I'll give a fuck what anybody says. I used to switch to BET when I was a little skinny white kid, and I fucking laugh, and I had more fun watching that sh channel than any of the other channels other than much music, you know. And I've always thought, and I think the trans people really need to sit down and ask, like, how do you make a nation love you for being different instead of hating you? Because we're not having a good role here you know and your boy dave isn't doing us any favors mr chappelle really isn't helping us and maybe the blacks would help would give would be like i appreciate you talking why don't we sit down and let's have a conversation but they won't fucking see, do that see, nobody wants to have a conversation though. that's it's, right you're it's, right it's either you nailed it it's either shoot and and talk later if you're not with me then you're my enemy <laughs> yeah. say it <laughs> only a sith deals in absolutes <laughs> I'll do what I must. <laughs> sorry, I decided to give you your line there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're recreating this scene on your... I'm sorry, I'm going to buy some lightsabers in this summer. Just the way your driveway is set up, it's perfect. We can... Uh, yeah, yeah the you're, background no, and the Oh, no, yeah, and you're Obi-Wan. You're playing Obi-Wan. I, I have to fall. We all know that. Yeah. So you're going to... And I mean, I know we're getting, a little little, uh, we're getting a little old. But at some point, you're going to jump off your van onto the hill by your house. And you're just gonna turn around and go. It's over. It's over, yeah, Alan. <laughs> and, 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 and we're gonna we're gonna fill. We're gonna do this. We're gonna recreate this. And you're gonna fucking cut me right in the leg. I'll fall. I'm gonna fall down the hill. <laughs> and I'm gonna be hanging onto the bricks at the bottom, like to the driveway. Yeah. And I'm gonna be screaming, "I hate you!" Your whole, all your neighborhoods and people will be coming out of their house, going, "Yo, is Mark getting in a fight on his front lawn with some guy?" Yeah. And then they'll see the lightsabers and go, 
what the fuck's going on? Yeah. What a fucking loser. Yeah. What is he doing? And then you start crying and you can do it. You, you got, you, you've got the most important. <laughs> I mean, I get to yell I hate you and everything, but you have to. you got to start. you got to get really <laughs> upset. you got to pretend like you just kicked me off the podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry, Alex. No more podcast. I loved you, Alex. <laughs> you were supposed to help me build the podcast, not join another one. <laughs> Bring, bring light to the shot pod, not to leave it in darkness. <laughs> Let's just start yelling, hey, you, Mark! Fuck Army Shot! Fuck him! <laughs> I loved you, Allie. <laughs> okay. They just walk away, bro, and it would just the whole neighborhood would be like, <laughs> hey, God, that was fucking beautiful. My God. Where's the Oscar? Is everyone okay? Where's the Oscar? Alex looks hurt. Someone help him. <laughs> right? I'll get crispy for you, bro. I got to lose all my hair. I got to have all this pretty hair. We'll just burn it off. You want to recreate this scene? You want to do this? I feel honestly, I was when we were in the limo for your birthday. I remember I said something about someone said, "What's your favorite movie?" And I said, "Revenge of the Sith." And they said, "What's the what's your what's the best line from that movie?" Yeah, because I was talking about getting a tattoo. I was like, I don't know what I would get. Yeah. I couldn't come up with something. And I said, um, I don't know. I guess the best line in that movie is, so this is how democracy dies with thunderous applause. And, shit. and then I stopped and went, that is a good fucking... So yeah, I need to do that now. <laughs> it's, been, it's been brewing in here since that night every day. And by the end of 2023, I swear to fucking God, I'm going to have some of that shit on me somewhere. Yeah. I, especially just with the way the world's going I just feel like it, it, not only am I a big Star Wars guy but outside of that it's just so relevant to everything I think and feel and I, I don't know I'm thinking I think I need to do it I mean you're fucking covered in them yeah. Yeah, I mean I know you'd be supportive every time and then I give you this look and I think Mark's such a chill guy that he was gonna be like alright go get tattoos you scumbag and then I'm like wait a minute Mark's covered in them yeah. I forget that that's like even though you're a pretty chill quiet humble guy you love the tats and that's people with your type of personality just generally don't tend to be very tatted for the most part it's just the way it is I don't know. I've noticed. Like people usually with Tamara. I'm surprised Tamara's not running arms arms sleep <laughs> because she's just got that attitude, that don't fuck with me attitude. Whereas you're just so chill. Well, it's funny because I've, I've said I wanted to get more tattoos this year. She actually said the same thing earlier. We should fucking do it, man. Sonya loves them. I mean, she got her labyrinth ones, and she'd love to get more. So we should maybe we should we should do. We got a nice. There's a cool the guy she got from an Oshawa. I was impressed with the studio and stuff. And I mean, I, I know what I want. Maybe we all do something. Maybe we'll figure something out. We get a discount. Be fucking a lot cheaper. <laughs> Well, I mean, then we'd, we'd spend a day like, oh, how long did yours take? Two hours. What did you guys do? <sighs> we waited. <laughs> right? Uh, just support each other and go get coffee. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, come on. Anyways, I guess we should call this 73. 70 that's a rip. Do we have a that's a rip? We don't have a that's a rip. All right, let's fucking, let's do this, man. I, was, I did a good job on the first half hour. I did. Yeah. I definitely did. Minus a few, a few bad words. There was only one. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Shop Pod. Check us out at www.theshoppod.com. Remember that zero. Don't forget the zero. It's shot. There's a zero, not an O. We're at uh, we're on Spotify and Amazon Music. Apple, Google, uh, Twitcher. Stitcher, 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 iHeartRadio, YouTube is the big one. Like and subscribe on YouTube and Rumble. 